1: Welcome to another episode of There's Still Time, the AFTN Soccer Show, broadcasting on CITR Radio from the unceded Muskroom Territory at the University of beautiful British Columbia. If you're listening to this show on the podcast, this is episode 247. MLS is back. Are we all excited by that? No. No? Oh. <laughs>
0: but well. It's because it's, it's It's going to be a long show it's then. Because it's MLS. It's nice to have. It's nice to have some lo- local football at a different level. Back.
1: Yeah. I'm Michael McCall. I'm Steve Pander. <laughs> he forgot who he was there. Started doing something else. You're totally <laughs> throwing everything off of them.
0: And I'm Zachary Adam Eisenhammer.
1: And we are here to bring you a packed. And I know I say this every week, but this <laughs> is packed. If we get this done within two hours, I'm going to be amazed. But that's, that's the benefit of an eleven o'clock show. Well, no you, one else after. If
0: you want to, if you don't. Wanted someone to keep talking or to just have Steve play some music to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we, we'll Can just cut that? your mic. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. We have a lot to chat about this week. Where we're going to start by looking at the, the big white caps news of the week before we get into our first post game chat of the week. We've also got a couple of interviews we're going to bring you one with a new addition, Felipe, and one with the man that made all the headlines today, Alfonso Davies. That's coming up in part four. But let's kick things off with the Whitecaps news of the week Lots of comings and goings More comings than goings this week So that's always good yeah. Jordan Much Looked like it was dead in the water Then just appeared from nowhere He's not a DP He's not a TAM player Crystal Palace appear to be paying a chunk of his wages which tells you a little bit about how he's
2: here <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: I would imagine if you if you talked to people and what he's on there I'd imagine they're playing they're paying a sizable amount of his I own.
1: I would imagine so. But but what's your thoughts on this? I mean we talked about it when it, it first seemed to be happening when the the mysterious video arrived on YouTube. But now he's here he's official. If you listened to our last episode 246 during the week our preview podcast I I it, it I know a lot of
2: people are bothered by it. It seems like I'm not totally bothered by it. It's it's a decent signing. I don't think he's going to be a starter right off the bat. He's definitely because he hasn't played very much over the last few years. Like everybody no, wants. To hasn't remind played at all
1: this season. First team. But I'm sure he's, he's played reserve
2: Palace. games and stuff like that. Yeah. But so I think it take it'll take some time. He could be a valuable person. Injuries happen. You're going to need people to come and, onto the pitch and be ready to go at any time.
0: You talk about the highlight video, which it wasn't. It was a, an accident when it went, when it went out. It was someone who made an error. The, that, that happens. That happens. And you, they, you, you they, saw the you saw the tweet. They I don't Michael
1: know. Petrasso today. They they, oh.
2: they, they they have they have probably tons of like private videos already set up and yeah. ready to go. Oh, look, I, I got look look tons, look, yeah. look 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 at the uh, when well, we'll talk about it later. But there was a certain somebody scored in, in the game today, and they had the. Uh, like a poster ready to go up congratulating him for <laughs> yeah. it, right. within seconds. So right. they have that stuff ready to go. But it was interesting when they, or when, or
0: they, when they tweeted out the, the, his highlight package on purpose it was like, oh, here's this long-awaited... Like they, yeah, yeah. They had a good fun. laugh. It was a positive social media moment. I think.
1: I mean, where do you see him fit in the team? Though? Do you see him being a starter? I no. mean, You've got a guy coming in though from the now.
0: Wait, hang on. He's not a starter for you.
1: Not at
2: this point. He's going to have to earn his spot for sure. Um, oh, okay
0: I, okay in theory you're right every player has to earn their spot in in, in yeah, any and, and in the, any team and in the, any squad I don't
2: have a problem like I said I don't have a problem with this item, but he, he for me he's not a starter right now he can become a starter if he um if obviously if Robbo sees something in training and stuff like that and he, and he puts him in and he actually pro- like shows that he can do in in substitution cuz right now I have Gazal personally for me um uh Felipe and then uh, Juarez as my number, top three center material. Whether yeah. all three of them get in there right now or not, I'm not sure. I, nobody's seen very much of much, much of much. Um, that's going to be hard to say. Yeah, <laughs> um, Nobody's seen much of him, so it's hard to judge where he is at this point. He could be a complete... Uh, debacle this year and not worth it at all. He could be that.
0: You're, you're right, Steve. That
2: Brazilian midfielder that came years ago, who who, he, who oh. was a big. I can't remember his name. For I, life I, of him. I can see his face. I, yeah. Um... And then everybody was talking so highly of him, and then he just went away. The, Tough tackling, year. hard tackling. Well, ta- well look it up. I'll look it up and I'll see if you I can find
1: it. Ulysses? Tiago Ulysses. Yeah, so that's, that's what it. Be, yeah. yeah.
2: So it could be something like that. And obviously, he's got more pedigree. This uh, Jordan Much, we know a little bit more about him, but. Uh, right now, he's a uh, question mark at best. Okay,
0: I, I hear what you're saying. It's true, Steve. Anything is possible. It's highly unlikely that a player that's played where he's played and even you could say done what he's done. But
2: you don't rate the. E- e- I no, e- personally, yeah personally it's on my it's not no, my favorite as, as it's not my one of the best right in
0: the and world. you look and you and, and if you look at his what, his what his what his wages are what he what he's on it, it's a considerable it's a considerable upgrade. Oh, for sure. And, and, and so it's hard not to see him playing. The, my my biggest thing about it, my biggest disappointment about a, a few of the things that's happened this week is it really feels like there will be even um, less opportunities for David Norman Jr. to play. It, it feels more like he's headed for Fresno, which is not, yes. not what I was hoping for, but because much, we're going to talk about Felipe, I'm sure, and so with all these players in at, um, the central midfield position, it's it's very... Very, very difficult for a player like that
1: to get... Well, back well let, the let, let's talk about that then. Like you, You've brought these guys in. We'll, we'll talk about Felipe in a sec. But, I mean, you, you, you've brought in much. You've got Ali Gazal, who I, I feel might be the, the odd guy out here. I know lots of people at the start of the season, he looked like the guy they were going to be building... This kind of midfielder around, and he was the guy that's on the poster. But obviously, that means that <laughs> means nothing if you're front and center off the off the poster. <laughs>
3: but I mean,
1: Photoshop is a beautiful thing. Yeah, they put him <laughs> up for all the interviews at the start of the season. He's got this hamstring injury now, but I could see him being the guy that ends up sitting on the bench. Or just, you know what? You, and and
2: uh, uh, Bobby Leonarduzzi says something uh, earlier uh, when the trade happened that day on Friday. He mentioned how Gazal has played center back, and yeah. maybe he's yeah. he's going to be a center back, and then they're yeah. going to play somebody else in that holding uh, midfield.
1: Yeah, that could be an option. I mean, we'll yeah. talk about how the defense and stuff look today in part two. But Gazal well, as a center back could definitely be something that they look at. It
0: also, is not that also makes the picture not so good for another David. And that's David Edgar. Yes. Unfortunately. Well,
1: we'll see. Two Canadian Davids. No, that's but,
0: what I mean. It, may, it probably closes the door yeah. for him. I mean,
1: that. David Norman, you have to feel that there is a good chance that he's going to end up in Fresno to to get playing time because he needs to play. He played midweek uh, in the friendly that they had against Calgary Foothills. It wasn't great. So he needs more playing time to kind of get up to this level. Well, maybe he was playing against so many ex teammates he didn't
2: want to hurt him so much. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs>
1: Mitch Perot, talking of, like, injured teammates, was playing with Calgary, and they did a crunching tackle on him, and he's just back from a lengthy injury. And I spoke to him afterwards, and he had stud marks down his shin, and I said to him, I was really worried for you. it's like, so was I. (laughs) But he's okay. Yeah, but um, it was a tough tackling game. But Russell Tybert is another guy that you have to wonder now. I mean, he started today. Played well. He's looked good. He's looked good in preseason. How bad was
0: the knock he took? (sighs) It seems okay. okay.
1: But... I got a chance to, to speak to, to Robo at training on Saturday, just to ask him, the midfield is stacked. How does he fit all these pieces in? So here's what you he had to say about that.
4: You're stacked up on midfielders now. Yeah. How do you see them all fitting into the team, and how do you keep them happy? Well, it gives me flexibility to whether I play a uh, one number six and two eights, or you know, uh, six and eight and a ten. Um or I play three or I play two or I play a back three with three midfield players you know it just gives me so many options you know Alex Al is out at the moment for a few yeah. weeks um, so everyone will assume that uh, bringing in two midfield players Felipe and Jordan Much, uh, and then changing it with one with Tony Chaney going to Chicago we've got an extra body uh, I was always going to bring in an extra body anyway and I felt that the opportunity to bring in Mucci with uh, with on loan uh, with the option price was too good to turn down it was a a real low-risk, uh, high-reward deal for us. Um, Felipe for Tony was was a one-in-one-out scenario. Um, so we're always looking to strengthen. We strength We certainly have strengthened in our midfield because yeah. bringing in three, as you can say, starting players in Effie, in Felipe, and in Jordan much is is, is uh, certainly the right direction.
1: But how would you keep them happy, though? Because I uh, do you think you yeah. might just rotate a lot. Or yeah,
4: well, I, I, you know. If you if you read uh, the experienced managers in this league, Ziggy, I, I listened to yesterday about LA had probably 15 fi- 15 first team players last year and they struggled. You know, and the reason why they struggled is because three or four injuries. They had 11, and if they weren't in form or they were away on national team duty, the the other the depth of the squad wasn't good enough. So they want to carry 20 or 22. I have 22 strong squad, and I'm happy with that. And my young players then are on top of that, and they'll be filtered in and around that. Twenty old players, um, deciding on who gets injured or who's away on national duty. So, my job is to keep them happy, but they need to perform. If they perform, they stay in the team, and if they don't, then uh, there's someone as good as them ready to step up.
1: Robo there on the caps midfield, and it is definitely going to be a battle for competition and a battle for places. And we'll have to see how the formation and everything plays out as well. As he mentioned there, lots of midfield guys coming,
2: and one guy, another guy that came because somebody left. Yes. Felipe. Yeah. And who C- left?
1: I can't. T- tim someone. The ginger. Can we
0: call him Philippe Powell?
1: Ginger defender. Ginger defender. I don't remember any ginger defenders. From New York? He's already been blo- blocked <laughs> from my memory. Yeah, Parker has gone. I, I genuinely thought he was going to end up in Montreal. And that he would just sit out this game. We talked home. about it. Yeah. I, I yeah. mentioned it to you. I- I- you were like, I thought the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And just fly home <laughs> in the plane with him. But no, he he's gone home. He's gone to New York. Talking to, to Bobby Lenaduzi about it on Friday, he was asked did did his camp ask to be in New York? Did did they meet any demands? And no, they'd have gone anywhere that wanted to pay him the money basically. But no, I mean, Steve asked, no Western teams were, Only one, were interested. One showed, a little, one bit showed interest. a little bit, but there's no firm offers. It was all Eastern teams that were interested Because in it, I think
2: he's good. Maybe they knew that, maybe the Western teams realized that he wasn't interested in staying here. Maybe they heard the news, you know, uh, because a lot of people said he wanted to go back yeah. East. And they thought that, so they go, what's the point of even calling?
0: I, I know we talked about this, I think, last week, but it's really interesting to see how quickly people turned on him. Yes, the money thing, the, the 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 playing the ball to the back, like you, uh, yeah. I was, I was a little surprised.
1: What do you think of the return that we got from? Because we apart it's from very Felipe, solid. we got five hundred thousand over two seasons in Tam and an international spot. To me, and that's a percentage, that's like in ta- oh, and a percentage of just, well. yeah. yeah, that's a fantastic deal.
0: Well, yeah, well, when you consider they they, they, they uh, Vancouver was saying they they didn't want to take less than a million for him. They got five hundred plus a player plus an international yeah. spot. So
2: uh, if seems, you think it of seems it seems reasonable if you think of it in an international spot is uh, goes about a hundred thousand, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Last year, so, to so, yeah. And then Felipe, you you put a figure on him at about four hundred? Three So that they're getting close to that million mark. Only three fifty you I'm just, I'm just. That's the Steve. I'm, I'm going moderate. Do uh, you estimate. think
0: he's okay? Lower than Dax McCarty of last year? Oh,
2: I don't know. I'm just going moderate. Uh, I'm just showing that they're but, very but close to the million. close to the million. Yeah. If they're not over,
0: close to their valuation yeah. of
2: the player.
1: But Felipe coming in, he obviously makes the midfield stronger. He's got six seasons' experience in MLS. He's scored goals everywhere. Every season, he's got goals. He's got a number of assists, and he. He's been really excellent with both Montreal and and Red Bull. So I mean, the, the midfield is stronger. But what about the defence? Do you think I mean, we chatted a little bit there? Do we, do we think Edgar will get this deal? Well, there's no spot, right? No, there is, is a it? spot. Well, they they can make a spot. Someone would right. have to move, I think. Like, or would like someone go to Fresno. To, to Fresno. Yeah. Yeah. But again, talking about this Calgary foothills game midweek, Edgar played in that. And he had a horrible out. He I've looked got like he looked like a player who essentially hasn't played in over a year. Yeah. yeah, He he looked a bit gassed after about fifteen, twenty minutes as well. But he is getting back to full fitness. So, so I yeah, think that, he's not at full. No, not yeah. Close, to- right. not yeah, not close at all. So the caps want to see how he does before they offer him a deal. I want to see him signed. I'd like to see him signed. I just think his presence in the locker room and his work with the young guys, the young Canadian guys, it would be exceptional. And I do genuinely feel he can challenge for the, the start spot beside Waston or especially when Waston goes away for the, for the World Cup. But let's get back to Felipe. Yeah, Great track record in the league and a guy that genuinely wants to be here. He is so happy to be here. Now, some of you may have read um, my interview with Felipe on Saturday night that I put up. We're going to play the whole interview now. So part of it you'll have heard or read in the interview. But there's some other stuff that that I asked him as well. And you'll just get from this just how delighted he is to be in, in Vancouver. So let's hear now from Felipe. So Felipe finally in Vancouver I know that the club's been interested in you for a, a couple of years now how does it feel to come to a club when you know that the coach has really admired you and coveted you and, and wanted to bring you here for a while?
3: I think it's the, the maximum for a player you know when you know that a manager a, a team or the organization wants you and um, that show you know like um, you really wanted here I think uh, the players welcome me very well was very happy to to train with them and get to get going with them you know my new brotherhood my new guys that's gonna be in battle with me and I you know I want to show them how much I care about this 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 uh, the soccer you know the this life because for me it's not a, a job for me it's a way to live it's a lifestyle and um, I'm gonna give everything I have for them for this club for this organization and looking forward to get going
1: now you've been in the league six years already. Obviously, very little surprises you. But did you know you were on the trading block that, that New York would be keen to let you go if, if someone came in?
3: In, the, in this league, is is always gonna be ready, you know, because those things happen, and uh, you just need to to be able to 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 accept it. But you know, for me, it was a big surprise, and uh, on the moment that happened, I was extremely happy, really happy from the bottom of my heart too. To just, you know, be in an organization like this, you know, I think we have a, a team to just, for one, we have only one goal, win, because uh, with this team, we, you know, the competition we play, we, we have the, the quality and the personnel to, to win everything, and that's won't be, won't be changed from my, my, my mindset, you know, I'm coming here to win, and I want to bring the MLS Cup and make history.
1: Now, I know it's different over here than it is in, say, Europe, for example, in that you have no say as to, to where you end up, but h- how difficult is it as a player? You've just had a family or you've just had a, 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 like a new baby to, to suddenly uproot and travel from one side of the country to an, another country, but also another coast.
3: Yes, uh, you know, it's, sometimes it's hard on the family, but my wife, is she's my rock. She's uh, the person that uh, gives the balance in my life. She's always been there for me. And now is is indifferent, you know. Uh, I want to take the notes uh, to to thank you, the the Red Bulls fans, the the organization for everything they did, you know, for the tremendous respect and the appreciation they showed me in the past three years. And uh, excited to be here. Very happy. My family is happy. We're looking to we we're looking already last night on uh, apartments and things that uh, where we could live. And you know, I we are just can't express uh, how happy you are to, to be here and uh, you know now it's time to get uh, to business and tomorrow starts uh, a big uh, big game against uh, the the team that I played for and my f- ever MLS game was here in 2012 against oh, yes, Vancouver so it's a special moment for me and I um, hope to, to get the three points.
1: When you were at Montreal there was talk about you getting permanent residency then but there was talk about you even having interest in playing for the Canadian national team. Did you ever get your permanent residency here? And do you still have an interest in maybe doing something like that?
3: You know, like uh, I always said, wherever I go, that's my own focus. Now I'm here. If that happens and comes to, to their attention and they have an interest, of course, I'm always open to to do what is best for, for, this, for the soccer, for my life and for myself. And the best interest of... Uh, everyone I think uh, if come the opportunity of course I'm going to accept it and um, you know it's always challenging and I love to be challenged and you know to to get better as a person and as a player
1: you're going to know a lot of the guys in this team because you've played against them you've seen them in the league I'm sure you've had some battles with Kai Kamara and and guys like that over the years what what do you think the team that that Carol has built this year uh, you must feel that it's got a really good chance of making a deep run
3: Yes, uh, you know we have important pieces. That's me around in this league for, for many years. You know, Kai, Sean, Franklin, you know, Berkshire, uh Watson. You know, we have many leaders. We have many leaders, and that's important thing on in teams. Have leaders and people that can lead the young guys because we have a lot of young guys with a lot of potential as well. We need to to do, to get them. You know. Um, to believe that they always can be better you know and be able to to always be there for them for anything they they need for for them to be better and get the best of them as well And last
1: thing there's a lot of midfielders at this club there's a lot of like box to box guys there's maybe a lack of like a number 10 but where do you see yourself fitting into this team or what has has Carol said to you that he sees you ideally fitting into the squad right now
3: so uh in Montreal I played uh, as a number 10 as a number six and as a number eight in uh, in, Re- uh, in New York I played as a more as a deep midfielder. you know I'm, I'm over the years I play in different positions so I'm able to, to play whatever he the team needs me and I'm here for the team you know the most important thing for me the team always comes forth and I will be there f- to do whatever it needs for the team at the moment that's great thank you Fine. so much thank and you so much guys. B- good luck
1: So, Felipe there. And if you read some of of his old comments, old interviews, stuff that he said on Twitter, and I know it's easy for for players to say that that they want to be here and they're happy, and Zach and me were just talking about this while that was playing, but he does seem to fully embrace whatever city that that he lives in. He loved being in Montreal. He fully embraced it. He loved New York. When you look at it now, it's, it's actually quite sad. He tweeted out, after his second son was born on February 15th, that he's born, he's going to be a New York Red Bull for life because he didn't think for a minute that he was going to be in the chopping block. But this is MLS and it's like, there's just nothing to give you any stability in your life. So I think he's going to love it here. I think he's going to fully embrace living in Vancouver. And I'm really glad that we have him.
0: Yeah, it- it's nice when people want to be here and hopefully it's it's like... I think this is a little bit different. I think this is like, yeah, someone who doesn't fully embrace things and recognizes the importance of the football club to the city. And then, so, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm excited.
1: Well, I mean, he said there... The football is his life, and yeah, it's like more than totally. than just like a game to him. It's more about making money. It's but, his whole life.
0: Let's put it, let's put it this way: he, he doesn't. It doesn't feel like he's a mercenary.
1: No, yeah, not at all. And we got a, a brief glimpse of him today. Not much to, to go on in that little outing, but I, I think he's going to be strong for us, and he's going to definitely be a starter. If we look at just the, the roster for the season, just to, to finish this section off, a few surprises in there. Kendall is now a DP, and oh. I don't think any of us really saw that that one coming.
2: But I I think he's like one of the best players. Yeah, like it, like if there was no salary cap, he would be making way more money in MLS.
1: Breck Shea is also still a DP. Kai Kamara is not. And he, which was a bit of be. a surprise yeah. as,
2: as well. They basically swapped DPS.
1: But the the thing with Breck Shea is they were going to buy him down. And Robo had mentioned uh, on on Team Radio that they were going to buy him down. but if MLS they, rules came in the way. Yeah, yeah. MLS yeah, rules. Yeah, explain, it, the, explain this. You were telling me about this. Explain if this. they buy this him way. down using discretionary TAM, then they can't trade him is my understanding. They can't they, trade him.
0: They can't trade him? No. Or if they trade him, they lose that TAM? No,
1: they can't trade him. Can't. I got that
2: verified today by uh, an MLS official. Oh, oh okay. yeah. They can't trade him. It's not even that they'll lose the TAM and they can trade him. They can't yeah. once it's done the, there.
1: The, we, we're having this discussion on Twitter, and I think it was Paul Tenario thought, said, oh, you could still trade him, you would just lose that TAM. But no, if you've used discretionary TAM, he cannot be traded. And so that's, the, be,
0: that's because probably because the clubs have to play, pay that money. It's yeah, not the MLS yes. money.
1: And because they haven't bought him down i don't think she should be buying any new furniture
2: no and and the other thing is no and the actually that's a secondary thing the number one reason why they couldn't buy him down was because he's a current because he's a current dp if they bought him down they would have had to sign somebody at or above what he's making Another designated. It has, to be, designated has player. to be a new mm-hmm. one as well. Yes, it has to be a new yeah. designated player. Mm-hmm. So, uh, because they didn't have anybody targeted for that ready to go in in this window, that's another reason why he wasn't bought down. Because at that point, what's you know you can't do anything about it. He, he, like. It's just not going to happen. So the secondary reason we talked about about trading that doesn't even come into play because that first reason comes in. Yeah.
0: So when you talk about the make of the roster, my understanding is basically this: this is the roster. There could be like yeah, someone going to Fresno and something like David Edgar or something coming in. Yes.
1: They've still got till May before the transfer right. window For, yeah. closes as well.
0: And then they got the other date, and you know, yeah. in the, the season. The but...
1: whole Manny Chani trade uh, took place at the end of March as well. So things yeah,
0: things t- happen happen, but. My understanding is kind of like, in terms of spending, this is, this is it. So if like if they, if they want to bring someone in, someone has to go out, and the, the value of the person going out will dictate the value of the person coming in. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that factually. That's just my understanding. I
1: would think so. L- last time we'll just talk about this, international spots. We now have one free from the, the trade with New York. And so they could sign you? Well, yeah, they could. I I'm permanent resident oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm fine but they could still sign me just want to put that out there but uh Bobby's, they were they were up to 11 yeah
2: uh aha and Waston were given got their green cards and brought them back down to 9
1: and then they acquired the 10th spots
2: so that's why they How
0: does group. how does Waston does not live in Point Roberts how does he have a green card Oh cuz his mom
1: w- Waston, Waston because it's a US employer was able to apply for the green card and it was quicker Remember to the US Remember the contracts US, with MLS They could yeah so what? So it's easier to get a U.S. green card than Canadian permanent residence, and
4: that's
0: different than what Kakuta was doing because he was becoming a citizen. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay.
1: So green cards and citizenships different because I thought he was getting his Canadian PR, but no, it was U.S. green card. Right. He might still get his Canadian PR, but it can take about eighteen months. So this is just way way yeah. easier. Yeah, totally. So in terms of the makeup of the
0: squad, one other one other thing that I think is important and it does go back to to Felipe is uh, was talking with people yesterday, today, whatever about who Felipe is and where he can play and stuff. And I think in, at Dead Bull, what happened with Felipe is they dropped him a lot deeper. And he usually played, from my memory, and I obviously I don't watch that much Dead Bull, but I've, I've often played as a, a, like a deep-lying playmaker, more like an eight-ish kind of whatever yeah. kind of role. However, when he was in Montreal, he played a bunch of attacking midfield.
1: As he just said in their interview. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, he, I mean, so he, he played a 10 there. So
0: all the people, yeah. So all the, And even today when he came on, he played in the 10. So all the people who've been saying that Vancouver doesn't have a real attacking midfielder, I think this is as as close as it's going to get him and Jordi Reyna.
1: Yeah, and then where do you fit in Reyna? Well, we'll be back with more chat looking at today's win against Montreal after this.
3: Hi, guys. This is Felipe. I'm uh, the new arrival to the Whitecaps. Thanks for listening AFTN.
5: And perish. The water is black, even in the sunlight, deep and dark, nightmarish. Some believe the body surface and fast underneath the moon. Others
2: say they seen a the headless boy
1: stumbling around the lagoon. Insane clown posse there with Fawn's pawn. I can't believe that song was clean they went
2: like that long without swearing. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I made sure I, I had oh, a, a cleaned a clean up version <laughs> of, of
1: Insane Clown Posse there. I love Insane Clown Posse. Tying in with wrestling. Just for Zach. Really? You know what? Yeah. I, I'm, Why does it. T- they're big they, wrestlers. They're, oh. they're, 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 yeah. they're, actual they're actual wrestlers. They actually wrestle.
0: Before they did the music stuff? No, who cares? Oh, I
1: don't know. Let's it not talk about them. After. I'm not a big fan of theirs at all, wrestling or music wise.
0: Yeah, no. I, would, I would. Let's move on. I would agree with you on that, Steve.
1: Well, let's talk about something else that was insane. The Whitecaps won a home opener for the first time since 2014.
0: Has it been that long?
1: It yep. has. We we looked we it were, up. We, were, we had to we had look at seventeen,
0: up, sixteen, and fifteen.
1: Twenty 4 one win over oh, Red yeah. Bulls. yeah, Bull. Yeah, I, me- I then remember. Then they that lost day. to Toronto. One then year. they lost to Montreal three yep. two. Oh, and then 0-0 zero, zero, zero. Zero, oh. zero, yeah, yeah. zero with Philly. So yeah, first time in a long time that the White Caps have got off to a winning start. Yeah,
2: the Robo is essentially two two and one or two one and two mm. in uh, um, opening matches.
1: So 2-1 win today, made it a little bit difficult for themselves towards the end, I really thought they were just going to blow it in that last last 10 minutes but held on for the win, before we get into the the meat and bones of it, just what's your general thoughts on, on the game?
2: I thought you know, Montreal obviously was was really tight in the, especially in the first half not wanting to give up too much. It frust- uh, Mo- Vancouver had great chan- good chances, not great chances, good chances, but they weren't even uh, they weren't able to get anything on the on the net or anything like that. And I think it, they just were able to take advantage of a couple of really bad lapses by Montreal and and finish those ones, which helped out.
0: And they missed some other bigger lapses yeah. <laughs> by Montreal.
2: It didn't it honestly the Ka- Kai Kamara one in the first half yeah, was the worst one, yeah. the slip from Bush Oh, yeah, that's yeah, one too,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah I, it didn't feel like they created that much, but they were able to take advantage and get the job done.
1: Yeah. Montreal, they seemed happy to play a, a white cap style road game, just soak up the pressure, see if they could get anything going. They didn't really look interested at all until the, the closing minutes. that they, they, they did have a little bit of, a couple of threats at the start of the second half. There was a couple of balls that went uh, across the face of the goal. That and were should have scored. Yeah, a little yeah. bit terrifying that there was no one there. But looking at the first half, they looked poor. They were sloppy at the back. Yeah. Well, the
0: first half was the first half as a whole wasn't a great. Yeah, spectacle. but
1: Montreal were they had a lot of giveaways, but the Caps just failed to punish them. And Kai Kamara did have a couple of chances, couple of free kicks as well, three free kicks as well that Teixeira didn't get any of them on on target, which was disappointing. I thought he was the right guy to take it. Well, no, the first, well, the first one, one them, I, not, thought I thought Reina should, maybe yeah. should.
2: The angle was bad for Tuchero. But,
1: yeah, you have to get at least one of those on target. they just all, all kind of up his body. Yeah. It, it wasn't a fantastically inspiring performance, but there were some nice flashes.
0: 49
1: point something possession? 57.2 Wait. position in the first half. Oh, yeah, yeah oh, the first sorry. half. Yeah, I don't know what game. it was at the yeah. end of the game. Uh, Fonzie got past some, some guys in the first half. Did well, hit the byline, and you thought, "Oh, he's he's got it taken off them here." He like and,
0: he likes to play against Montreal.
1: Yeah, we saw that in the second half that he he made good of that. But Montreal did start the stronger, as I said, with, with those two chances. But then the big breakthrough, sixty third minute, Alfonso Davies was given a ridiculous amount of room out out left. By Michael Petrasso
0: His, his uh, Canadian national team teammate yeah.
1: yeah You Wait. might not know this Oh, this, was this after the <laughs> Yeah Oh uh, After so the match It's over What, did Steve, over say, what it. did Steve say? I didn't say anything to him Because I never got a chance Steve went into the, the Montreal locker room To, to speak to Petrasso <laughs> Not about the game No, but I, I Because what, you, what you, you him, care about him as a young Canadian player Yeah, we were going to do a profile but brought him over here We're going to do a profile on the site He said no Okay. Well, so the, no,
2: for first time he said, the uh, the media guy went up to him, he goes, no, I don't want to talk, all right? And then I told the media guy, I go, it's not about the game. It's about national team stuff, uh, you know, his move here and move back and to time in Europe and stuff like that. Went back to him again and, no, he goes, no, I don't want to talk. Can, so, can, which can, I
1: think breaks MLS rules. I was going to say, they, they can't do that. Yeah. yeah. But he, he's new. He's he's from Maybe, another country. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, in the places he's played, you can do that, I think. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: He's probably surprised that we're in the locker room to begin with, <laughs> as a, a few guys were apparently this weekend. But after the match, I, I asked Fonzie about that. I was like, were you surprised that you were given so much room? And he said, well, yeah, I know Petrasso from the national team, <laughs> and he never really closes down on people, so I knew it would be fine. It's like, yes.
2: So I was well, quite playing happy to... for
1: Canada has been difficult.
2: Well no the first uh, cuz well Patraso is uh was <laughs> trained and and brought up as a winger. Yeah, he's more attacking. Yeah, yeah so he's almost like a Fraser Aired Curtis situation where he <laughs> is been transferred over to like a right back spot. Yeah.
1: Which they seem to like to do with players in Canada and North America, really in general. But a pinpoint cross from Fonzie, yeah, bullet header from Kamara. He Kissed the post on the way in,
2: right? Yeah, it kissed. The, yeah, it yeah, yeah. But, uh, Bush uh, uh, more than kissed the post <laughs> when he tried to stop it. He slammed into it. Uh, but the great glancing header. He looked it into the. Well, I just moved away from the mic. <laughs> 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 Kamara actually like looked
1: in the, the ball into the net, yeah. which glancing was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we have needed for years. Somebody that can be separate. that effective, separate from the defender, yeah. get into an open spot, and be available to take a header. Because folks say the White Cats play hoofball, we play lots of high balls in the box. We've never had the guy that can do this. And I, I, when we did our predictions this week, I thought someone would like say, What are you saying? But no one's even made a comment on this. I have Kamara as winning the golden boot in MLS for the league, yeah. I, see. I don't see that, but yeah, no, I agree. Well, He'll, you you the, didn't I, give I, a number to that, did you? No, but I I think he'll be in the low twenties. Be, his best season's twenty two. I think so. With Columbus when he came back, I, I yeah. think he'll be in a. I think he'll be in the high teens. High teens to low twenties.
2: So, but now. I don't know I, if I think there's other people uh, that are score more. Anything over fifteen would be phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I mean, fifteen was what I thought when we signed him would be a, a good return. But I, I, the way that he's played preseason, and just the way that he's clicking and the connections he's got with like Tashera and Davies, I I think he's going to be good yeah.
0: I'm just happy he's got off to a good start because yeah. I'm, I'm just well.
1: I'm just hoping in training they'll figure out that it
2: should be to sending in their crosses and Kamara going in for the headers <laughs> oh you saw that? Unlike that first <laughs> yeah. chance yes. where Kamara sent it in and the there, there was, right was right a up.
1: lot of high balls into to head <laughs> in that <laughs> yeah. first
0: yeah.
2: it was baffling and by, well, high, well, we mean, oh. by high we mean we mean about <laughs> five
1: foot eight inches high yeah. and
2: that's, so that's <laughs> like a
0: that's like a surprise attack yeah because you're not yeah. expecting that yeah
1: I think it surprised him but it was one out to the Whitecaps, and you thought, well, that's it. They're, they're comfortable now to, to get this job done. Even more so than when the moment we all wanted to happen, we've all been waiting to happen, Fonzie got his first MLS goal.
0: It was a great, great play by Jake Norwinski to start things off. Yeah. yeah. He shielded off Piatti. Yeah. So kind of shed Piatti, <laughs> played it into Juarez.
1: Lovely ball for yeah A midfielder
0: and, and, type of ball. And and yeah, Ilbici um, was sort of playing off the defender's shoulder, like just bare, like I, it looked on sideish. The, uh, I, they didn't call to, it back I'll with have VAR.
2: To w- we'll have to wait for instant replay on Monday. Yeah, they didn't call. It they is, didn't call back with <laughs>
0: VAR, and just he I, when he that first touch or the second touch where he put it way out in front of him, I thought, oh no. And then Darren
2: Maddox situation. <laughs> no,
0: that's not what I was, Darren. Darren scored this weekend. I know. Luckily for
2: him, I'm not sure about it though.
1: He had. They did gave it score? to
2: sad Oh, did
0: they? Because
1: Matic's did.
0: I haven't seen it. Someone just told me he yeah, scored. I was no. like, oh.
1: He missed a penalty. I heard we'll, we'll did it, that I did hear that. I did right hear now. that. Yeah. I did hear that.
0: So, anyway, so that, that touch, I thought it was too heavy. And then just at the angle I was at, I didn't see. I couldn't see. I didn't see Alfonso's amazing run. Yeah. And but when, he, when he first. Petrasse,
2: Petrasse didn't see it either.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when he first I, played the ball across I, I was yeah. like, oh, no. But then I was like, oh. And then Bush made a. A hash yeah. of it, like mm-hmm. a meal of it. I've
1: got to say, for your first MLS goal, you'd like it to be a cracker. That's yeah. <laughs> but who cares? He's not going to care. But didn't, at the it, same time, it wasn't exactly a didn't, glorious goal. I'm
0: just thinking of this now, so I didn't go back and check or anything. But didn't weren't we talking about Alfonso Davies scoring his first goal in like the end of the season stuff last year? And didn't didn't someone one of us say that he would score in the first game?
1: I don't. I don't, I don't remember. remember. I can't remember last week. Never mind last. Okay, it was, it was you, it was, Zach. It was, it Zach. was, it was apparently yeah. It was Zach. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean that that, that was two 0 to the Caps. It looked like they were coasting because they weren't. They were going on the front foot. Yeah, they Stephen weren't. They weren't stepping had had back nothing at all. to do the whole yeah. game. They they looked home and dry, but then out of nowhere they got wet. Yeah, Mancao. <laughs> well, it home and dry. Mancao got the the impact fans wet by pulling it back two <laughs> one. Disappointing not to have a clean sheet, but I kind of... I, I don't know what it was. I, I like Marinovich. as know that I like the show. Okay, I, see, I was hoping you... Would, <laughs> I thought you were going to
2: blame it on Maude there, but I, I'm glad no, you're going there. Cause um, it was, but
1: I, I just don't feel comfortable in him keeping a clean sheet. I don't know what it is.
2: Like, he he didn't have to do that little, like, ninja jump or no. whatever he did. Because it it, it it seemed like he wasn't going to be a powerful header. And if he had just stayed on, on his feet... He probably would have been able to just catch the ball or, or smother it. Yeah. Um I, I think it I was have a done perfect. It. it was a perfect cross. It was a nice because cross. Mon had couldn't get to it at all. There no, was no I, at way Mond. First, Mon was I thought gonna... it was okay. yeah.
1: fault, and then when I watched it back, I was like, "Oh no, it's not really." It's a little much bit on. A that. little bit on Jake, but uh, a lot on Marinovic.
0: Well, I just I want to disagree with you a little bit because I felt like. In general, I felt Aaron Mond had a, a better game than probably most people were hoping or thought he might. Totally, and so I, you know, give him a lot of praise and credit for that.
2: Even the second uh, chance of Mancuso, Macus- M- uh, it was more Watson not being able to clear and just allowing the ball to get by him, which was weird. But
0: I felt like he should have been closer to Mancuso on the goal. Yeah. And I felt it was more his responsibility than Jake's because that's the, the more central player yeah, for
2: them. Yeah, you
1: got a point there. Yeah. But, then, but, 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 but yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It was a
0: almost perfect pass. Yeah. And that's
1: the 81st minute. And then it really was squeaky bum time, oh. which Robert didn't use that phrase after the game. I was disappointed. It's one of my favorite <laughs> phrases that he, he comes out with. But it was almost 2-2.
0: Mancuso should have scored.
1: Poor spoken. by Waston. Uh trying to do whatever he was trying to do with that that ball that came in but I think it might actually have put Mancosu off because
2: he didn't expect it to be that clean
1: he should have buried that that was horrific finishing by him but great for us and a 2-1 win? Talking
0: to Marinovic after the game, he was very... Dis- oh, yeah, he,
1: he did to humble with you.
0: Yeah, he was very displeased not to keep it
1: going. I could imagine he would. He's <laughs> probably gone some kind of bonus. But we're going to play some audio now from both head coaches. Steve headed along to the Montreal locker room. Good for Petrasse you, Steve. didn't want to speak to him, but at least our coach <laughs> did. And then we've got a little bit from Robbo as well. So let's hear now from the Gaffers.
2: Uh, Coach, um, obviously uh, it's not easy opening the season going cross-country. How do you feel your team fared uh, today?
6: I think uh, the result is uh, quite fair, to be honest. <clears throat> but I think we, we gave the uh, toughest second half to Vancouver, especially the end of the game and the beginning of the second half. And in the middle of this half, we had the uh, troubles. We didn't uh, play well and we conceded two goals. In a row, and uh, when you are two-nil down, it's difficult to be back. But uh, I like the the character with the, my team play, and came back, and we we frightened the opponent until the end. Then uh, this is the, the positive point I want to to have tonight.
2: You guys, you have like Samuel Piet, Michael Petrasso in the lineup, uh, and a couple more Canadians coming up too. How do you feel the Canadians are going to fit into your lineup?
6: you know, hopefully they they are very important players within the team, right? Midwards as well. And, uh, you know, some of them are young players. They discover the the MLS as well. Then uh, probably they need a little bit more time to be more comfortable. But they are good players. They have very good spirit at the training then hopefully they will improve their level and the team level as well
2: for you personally how, how 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 is the adjustment going to be for mls for you do you feel it's going to be pretty smooth or do you think it's still going to be some learning uh, time for you
6: no you know uh, you don't have so much time to learn in football you know it's competition uh, either mls or league one or league europa or champions league it's always uh, competition where you need to, to win, then uh, it's football, 11 uh, against V11, then I try to do my best uh, within my player and uh, I'm sure we will have better results one day, of course. Thank you. Thank you.
7: Robo, you said you challenged Alfonso to be a more productive player,
2: to be an elite offensive player, golden assist
4: tonight. What we have you saw? It? I was. I thought he started the game very well in, on a positive note for 20-odd minutes. Uh, and then he we lo- he lost his way a little bit uh, prior to half-time. But we challenged, I challenged him and Christian to the bug at half-time to get more balls, be more positive. And if you make a mistake, don't worry about it. Um, but I do require you to get crosses in and get in, in the back stick. And we've certainly done that. So he should be proud of his work. And I should every, every player today.
0: What's the feeling for this kid? 17-year-old is the sky of the limit. I
2: know you're trying to temper
4: <laughs> yeah. enthusiasm. I am. Yeah. yeah but he's a-, he's, good. he's a good player. He's a very very good young player and you know there are very good young players all over. Uh, it's important you manage him correctly um, but when he does that you want him to play every minute and like I said he, he' done his work today he put a shift in. We know he's got quality and it's about consistency because young players go up and down, senior players go up and down in their form. So it's important we manage him correctly but he's got himself off to a very good start.
2: What about Kai? First game,
0: proved by you guys went out and got him?
4: He wasn't bad, was he? <laughs> no. He uh, he led the line very well. Uh, it was a mature performance by him, as I would expect. Just hungry to play. You know, when he, he sets the tone with the work rate up front, holding the ball up, flicking it on it, allows the wider players the midfield players to get up the pitch a little bit more. Um, so he was the focal point of our attack today. I thought from from goalkeeper to centre-forward, we were very comfortable in the game, uh, barring the last ten minutes when they scored their goal. and. Uh, then we stopped doing things that we've been doing for 80 minutes uh, and made it a little bit more interesting than we needed to.
2: I was going to say, was it one of those games where, like, you could seem to control so much of the first half, yet yeah. there's missed opportunities, missed chances. As a coach, you get nervous after a while. Like,
4: yeah, I don't get nervous. To be fair, um, I, maybe I should. I challenge my players. I said to the players yesterday, if you don't get nervous, let me know you won't play. But I didn't. I don't get nervous. I, I actually find out what my players are about when chips are down when you can see there were 10 minutes to go at home in front of 28,000, opening day it, it that's when you find out what team you got and you know we're a good team so we um we'll take the three points it is only three points but it's a great opening day for the football club
1: you did make it a little bit more difficult for yourself towards the end but what did you think the defensive back for today obviously iron Mon came in for tommy
4: thought they were very strong barring you know we worked all week we knew we know where they're dangerous We know they're key players and in transition can hurt Yeah, that's why they're designated players. So we had to work on that. I thought Jake Nowinski put in an excellent performance, trying to deal with Piatti, we know he's a top player. and uh, The game plan worked, you know, the guys were good, uh, but we did make it a little bit more interesting. And when they scored, uh, I I believe they had another chance at the end as well. So on another day, I'm sitting in here 2-2 and I'm very disappointed because I don't think we deserve to get anything other than three points.
1: He is the gaffer, and personally, I'm just glad that we've got this music back. (laughs) I've missed it. Hopefully everyone has spent the off-season, though, watching all three series of the gaffer. Quality ITV comedy from the early 80s. So let's look a little bit at some some of the individual performances. We touched a little bit on on Arn there, and yeah, for me, he might have been arguably beaten on, on, on that goal, but overall... I think he was he was pretty solid. He dealt with everything well in the first half. Some lovely distribution, yeah, inc- including one cross-field pass that he did, which the, was but, pinpoint accurate. Pinpoint,
2: but there was other ones too that were not as you know spectacular as that one. Yeah. But they were solid and they were up the field and they were. I liked um, him, and you know, inventive or whatever going up. He the also field.
0: he also cut out a pass right at the very end to to break up a, a cross yes. or break up yeah. a play for Montreal. That was crucial.
1: Yeah. Is it? Do you feel it's his spot to lose now, or do you still see Aha being the the guy that's going to come in?
2: I think if uh, you hear what Robbo has to say post game, I think he will because he said that Mont earned the spot. Yeah. Um, obviously, if Tim Parker was here, he wouldn't be in the spot no matter how much he earned it. Yeah. But uh, I think I think for now he's definitely going to be there and uh, next week for sure. I think he'll be in the starting eleven.
0: It seems like it would make sense to remain consistent, especially with your back four. So yeah. it'd be hard to see that switching for that for I, the Houston away. I
1: agree, and very impressed with Mond. How do you felt? How do you feel? Waston looked today he, on the whole. I think he was quite well, good, but he, he was a little bit shaky he, at he, times. And he I, had I don't know. one
2: fantastic clearance.
7: Yeah. He, he had, oh
1: yeah, the bicycle
2: yeah. kick. Yeah.
0: No, but he, the other ones that were less flashy that were yeah. still, like uh, just key. Um, yeah, though, do you feel I, he's going to
1: have to do more mm, without having Parker beside
0: him? I don't him? think
2: so.
1: Yeah, it I,
0: doesn't
2: seem like it to me. I think I honestly I think I know a lot of people uh, value Parker highly, and I'm not saying he's a bad uh, uh, defender or like, but I think he's a ve- he's a very decent MLS defender who uh, ha- was helped by playing against a spectacular defender I, and Kendall Austin, and I think. In the in the future, we'll see how Tim Parker, if he can elevate his game, to be be that kind of defender in New York. But for now, I think if you have a decent defender next to Boston, I think you're going to be okay.
0: I I I think I think Kendall has good pace over, especially over once he gets going over a longer kind of a stretch for a a, you know six foot five dude. But uh, I think he'll miss having Timmy's pace next to him. Recovery, recovery pace. It didn't wasn't a problem tonight at all. The one, the one, the one area that was a problem uh, was actually set plays, because <laughs> there was at least twice uh, in the second half. Uh, I think they were both in the second half. Where on I think it was corners where Mons took a header that Waston was right there behind to like smash in yeah and the first time was like whatever no problem and the second (laughs) second time uh kendall gave him a look and might have said a word might have said said something to him and it was almost like one of those like you know like a verbal slap like no no no. (laughs) but he's like
1: what are you doing like i was gonna bury that
7: well steve
1: noticed that kendall and kai were having a few chats as some of the set pieces were waiting to get taken well, as well. And so
0: the, but the, and so yeah, I think that they're not all fully on the same pa- or yeah, fully on the right page yeah. b- because that was one of the and cool things about Parker. Week, I don't think
1: Raina's on the same page quite yet totally. with the, with the attack either. The,
0: the thing I, I always really appreciated about um, with with Parker was that they it's it felt like they worked really hard at attacking different areas on set plays, yeah. so they weren't getting each other's way.
1: Yeah, so. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. Last little bit in this section, just about the midfield. What, what did you think of Juarez today, and and Rusty as well? I Rusty, thought, I thought they were solid. Played I thought, pretty deep, but yeah. did get forward way more. And he was on the has ball the past. a lot. He was yeah. on the ball. I liked him again. I thought he, he was excellent. He
2: was commanding on the ball. He was uh, directing where it should go and everything like that. I thought he played
1: really well. I liked his hustle.
0: The yeah. the stuff put out. Uh, you know, on the social media, called it a four-one-four-one, but yeah, it really felt it like a four-two-three-one, yeah. and and it. looked Baris
1: plays really far forward at times. Though. No,
0: but that's. But I think that's what you're. But spo- when you play a four-two-three-one, that's what's supposed well, yeah. to happen. We one is supposed to. to s- <laughs> one is supposed to stay. One is supposed to go. And so I, he he showed I, some I like forward. He even took a shot. Yeah, he missed the net, but he took a shot.
2: I, it, it, one I, shot was blocked too, by I think when he took it, it was blocked
1: by the yeah. Uh, I, one point, I, in the, second. I only remember yeah. the one that missed the net. Yeah. I liked his aggression, and even after he got the booking, yeah, he, he was, was still aggressive. Yeah, Steve was a little bit worried about that yeah, during I, the game. I, I thought, it, I
0: thought it, there was one. Foul, oh, I think when Kendall got his yellow card, I, I turned to the I turned yeah, mask next to me and I was like, at first. Yeah, I was like, "Was that?" Yeah. So it was good. I, I, the the early yellow card was a was concerning.
1: Yeah, I think he just doesn't know MLS refs yet, and he doesn't know that one more tackle, and that was going to be him in, in deep, deep trouble. So, Who was who your man of the match? Is it an obvious one?
0: Well, for you, you told us already it was uh, Russell Tybert, right? Yeah,
1: definitely. For
2: me, oh, uh, Rusty, one more thing. Rusty, Rusty, Rusty was good.
0: Rusty, play, I thought, played really well. And it's
1: been great I'd to have see him in my him. top five.
2: Well, for me, uh, because he is, he, he's legal to ha- get this man of the match, yes. it would be Alphonso Davies for me. Because
1: he isn't. Able to qualify for the Budweiser Man of the Match. Yeah, I thought he was by far the best guy. What do you mean? Literally? Literally. Yeah, yeah, they they tweeted
2: it out that he was actually not eligible to win the Budweiser Man of the (laughs) the Match because it's sponsored by a beer company.
1: (laughs) I know, it's ridiculous. Um, I
0: I thought Alfonso deserved it too. And not not just because he got the winning goal. Yeah, Alfonso for
1: me as well. But we, we started something new this week. Rank the caps. Rank them,
7: baby.
2: We're going to do the uh, rank the caps. Uh, We did a survey. uh, um, uh, So you could basically rank them from 1 to 14. Uh, You
0: did it or your monkeys did it? Uh, The
2: monkeys (laughs) did it. I I just asked them to do it. Um, So uh, you rank them from 1 to 14. Everybody kind of gets a point value for like 14th. They'll get one point. The first place will get 14 points. Um, Essentially, highest average is uh, 14. Number one, it was exactly what, what happened in the match. It was Kai Kamara. Um, he got an average of 13.34. Alfonso Davies was second with 13.17, so a very close one, Ooh, too. Close. And, and and in actuality, somebody voted Alfonso Davies as the 14th best player, which I think there was a troll issue going on there. Wait, the
0: worst? He voted him the worst player. Oh,
2: yeah, so, uh, so that's why I got confused. Uh, maybe, I'm not sure. Maybe they did it backwards. Yeah, yeah. it could have been. Um. But so uh, essentially, uh, and then Kendall Watson was third, Tybert fourth, and Techero was fifth. Or maybe it was Kai just wanting to win, so he put Fonzie last. Wait,
0: say that again. Who was
2: 3-4-5? 3-4-5 was Waston, yeah. then Tybert, and then Teixeira.
1: Okay. I don't disagree with that. I think that, that was a, a pretty good
2: one. I, I also
0: thought Marcel de Jong played really well.
1: Yeah. First half in particular, I thought he did really well. Of, a, of of the starters, Murnovich was last. 11th. Yeah, he didn't have anything to do. Yeah. And then the well, thing but, he did have to do. But he, but he, did, do.
0: he because he's played in Germany... He led a marvelous Humba. It was wonderful. I know you don't care. I you don't
1: care about the Michael, but it was awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, w- watch out for the, this new segment. We'll, we'll hopefully, games will be on a Saturday, so we'll have a, a lot more chance for f- folks vote to vote in them yeah. as well. And we'll maybe put the results up as well uh, during the week on the site.
0: The other thing I was going to say about DeYoung was that was a horrendous tackle at the end of the game.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and,
0: he, and he said to us after, he's just like, I was shocked the guy wasn't sent off. And I was like, oh, you know, it's MLS suffering. Then I went home and watched it. And I was like, oh, yeah, he should have yeah, been would, sent off.
1: That was a really bad one. But anyway, we'll be back with more chat and a look at the, the weekend's highlights in MLS after this.
5: Hi, I'm Alfonso Davies and you're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to the AFTN Soccer Show on CITR Radio. In this part of the show, we're going to turn our attention to MLS.
0: Some great results this weekend. It was a
1: great. It's great to have the league back. We'll yeah. start this again. It's a new hour. Same start to the show. You know, you're genuinely not excited that MLS is back.
0: Oh, I just don't like MLS.
1: But the team that we do a show about <laughs> plays in MLS. For now, for not, now, for now. Without MLS, there is no show. They're going to get relegated to the VMA. <laughs> 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 but no,
0: there were there were some when, great when Eric wouldn't all the week.
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah probably he'll kick us out or if Alexei Lalas has anything to do with anything or Taylor Twelman who tweeted this weekend that uh, it was terrible that Atlanta weren't playing more American guys in their their defeat. But anyway, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll be coming to that. They lost even more. I think, why don't but... we just talk about that right off yeah, the bat? Let's, let's kick that off then. I guess four nil four yeah. Houston, who the Whitecaps go to play next week, who I had as bottom of the West in my prediction. Absol- absolute bottom. Yeah, I, absolute bottom. Oh, really? I had him. I had him. You really rated Kubo. I can't remember. Just, just based because they hadn't brought many people in. Uh,
2: just an absolute route. The, well, there were a couple of missed uh, chances by uh, their star player Almiron. But nah. um, uh, like a penalty and yeah. and it, it, one other shot
1: that was pretty open pretty yeah. he came right across them and didn't take so, it. So but, but four up at half time Houston. Yeah, it could have been more. It's hard to tell if we should be concerned
2: about them next week because um, I I am uh, because <laughs> no because it could be that Atlanta just. Like just didn't value them at all, and just went in there and thought they could just roll over. They, they got rolled over. Well,
0: there's the new cent. It was the new, new Argentine center back had a shocker. They took yeah. him off. They took him off yeah. in the first half. Well, like we
1: talked about how exciting Atlanta are in the attack. Yeah, but it does appear that they seem to have forgotten about their defense. Yeah,
2: and then and then the the other top team in the East, they, they lost as well. Yes, to a team that might be in the West next year. I'm not sure where yeah. Columbus hey. will play. Austin
1: got yeah. off to a great start. Two yeah. 0 win,
0: and it just shows how willing Toronto is to save the crew. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I, hats hats off to TFC. The Whitecaps became the the only Canadian and Cascadian team to get a win this weekend. Yeah. Like that sinking,
2: and it, and it could have, it could have been that the not, you, not even a
0: win points.
2: You can oh, say yeah. you can say that, you know, it was because they were playing in the you know CONCAF Champions League, but they were playing at home against Colorado.
1: And it was Yeah, they have Tigris coming up though. Yeah. So I mean, they might have their eyes yeah, on I that. That point.
0: it makes a tie versus Philly Laps last year look really good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit. But yeah, that was that was a poor performance by them as well. So I mean Lots of folk were tipping them as being one and two. For me, did our predictions? That's what the majority there of folk won't be, went with. They're not going to be invincible this year. No, neither. Staying out east, Philly, two 0 win over New England. Should have been way, the, should have been way more. Yeah. If Philly
2: could actually finish finished. finish this. That, that was a chances. battle of
1: teams. I think most people thought <laughs> were going to finish in the bottom two <laughs> of the East, if not all of MLS. New England looked shambolic. Yeah, Jonathan Tannerball probably had a really good time watching this one. Both centre backs sent off for New England as well. Now yeah. that takes something special to get that done.
7: <laughs> <laughs> that happened
1: to us, so we're screwed. I want type. to play New England next week. Yeah, I, I was looking to see where <laughs> we playing them. That was that was disappointing. It's not next week. It's, but, ju- it's
0: July seventh, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I got a wedding that
1: day. No, not a good team by the looks of it. But early days, you've got to take all these things with a with a pinch of salt. Yeah. I don't think Atlanta is going to get hammered for now every week can't see New England being that bad every week I haven't pegged for the bottom of the east off those two things i think new england are more likely to be horrific than I, atlanta
0: i think i put I think I put New England a little bit higher, like maybe third last or something. I
7: had something. Philly bottom.
0: I'd, I, I'd, I think I had Philly bottom, but yeah. I still I can I can still see that happening. Yeah. No, it's it's just
2: it's the first week though.
0: Early do- early days.
2: Um, Orlando and DC. You had a uh, former Whitecaps on DC and um, Maddox in Osted. Yeah, I said nearly
0: and got and, and David Osted.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> one one draw. Yeah. It's not
0: Ousted, it's Ousted.
1: Okay. It's Ousted, to be totally correct. Oh, no, it's Ousted. It's David. Anyway, David <laughs> <laughs> nearly had a clean sheet. Matic missed a penalty in the first half.
0: Darren Maddox, yeah. But he scored. No, he didn't. Ish. He, didn't. he it scored-ish.
1: Was, <laughs> no, and it wasn't given to him. Assad. Yeah. I see.
0: Oh, That's because he's the DP They want to make sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Free kick over. Mattox went up Now I find Mattox is most effective In confusing goalkeepers when he misses the ball <laughs> And that is what happened And it led to, to a goal for DC But Orlando fought back They tied it up two minutes into stoppage time Which is going to be a, a sickener I think for, for David We'll just go with that 1-1 Another draw Dallas and RSL Wasn't a great game Looked like RSL had the win all wrapped up, but then Dallas got the point with an own goal, 86th minute. The more draws are between Western teams. It's good for Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy with that. If they All of these teams can just draw each other and then lose against the East. Fantastic stuff. But one of the, the five teams in the West that, that did get off to a winning start this weekend was San Jose Earthquakes, although the nearly... Did a yeah. caps and nearly bollocks it up in the in the yeah. closing minutes as well.
0: They were they felt very comfortable. I think at 3-0. Three, 3-2 no. three,
1: three, win in the end. They were two goals up by half time, three up by the iron mark, and you're thinking, oh, it's, it's cruise control. Minnesota looked pretty poor. They had nothing at all. I think they had one real attempt at, at that time. Yeah,
0: M- Minnesota. It feels weird because even last year. It was like, no real, des- oh, they brought Demidov as an, a, yeah. a designated player who played three games and didn't play again. I don't think they actually have a designated player this year. Uh, it just, it feels... Melito looked good,
1: though. Yeah, I mean, scored two goals in the last 10 minutes, and it looked like there could be a dramatic comeback, but San Jose held on in the end. And that, that's, I mean, these are the points when you're playing teams like Minnesota, you want to get all three points. A draw there would have been fantastic, I, I, I think, for us. But what was fantastic for us, for everyone that hates Seattle, the Sounders got off to a losing start against the Goats, the Goats, LAFC. Yeah. The they only were s- undefeated team in MLS history. They
2: were <laughs> they were essentially they were essentially saved by their keeper really in this game. Uh, I think it's Tyler Myers if I'm not mistaken. Tyler, Tyler, it's Miller and he. Miller, yeah, Tyler and Miller. He, and he, and he, great and he, and, he,
0: and he, of course, is a expansion pick from Seattle. Yeah. So he, he I think really wanted to. Diego Rossi show his scored
2: goal. the first goal. It was a great setup, great pass. It'll probably be the pass of the week if I think they have like Pepsi Paps the pass of the week for MLS site or whatever. Uh, but it will be the pass of the week. And is that a they, real thing? I don't know. Probably, I just probably. I'm assuming it's, it would be. They, they sponsor everything. Um, uh, th- he, he made a pass right to Rossi in his feet, and Rossi I think came into the box and, and shot a really nice shot. And passed, yeah, it, uh, it was a pride.
1: really nice finish. Blessing had hit the post in the second minute for yeah. LAFC as well, and then Sanders had one that was tipped onto the bar in the second half. But Seattle he, had
2: most of the chances yeah. going in the end. Bob,
0: Bob Bradley was so confident he didn't even need a full Bobo, bench.
1: Bobble Bradley. And then
2: they, hey Stephen, hey Stephen,
0: there's only one bobble.
1: Stephen Bateshore got the start Jordan Harvey didn't but he came on in the 90th minute
0: to help close out the match
1: yes no. Alfaro got sent off late it was it, a rough tackle too <laughs> it was second bookable offence and it was fantastic I just got to halftime of the caps I put on the game just to watch it just as the referee put up a yellow card I didn't know what it was and then oh there's a red card and yeah. it's like oh it's the sound is even better but can I just say I am just hoping beyond hope that that loss for Seattle today was the first off thirty four of the year, <laughs> but fingers crossed for that.
0: It's hard. It's hard not to disagree with you on that, Michael.
1: Now the other two games that that happened after the Caps, NYCFC. Yeah, Man City on the road, is, East
0: Eastern team beats yeah. another Western team two
1: yeah. now. on the road in in to KC in who. I believe somebody in this room tipped to win the MLS Cup.
2: Yeah, me. Uh, but it looks like the Sporting did not have their magic being wizards and everything. No. Morales um, and Medina, either side of halftime. It was just basically a sloppy play by the the back four. And Sporting actually had better chances. And if they had finished their chances, they would have won that game. Um, but it was just like I said, New York City FC took care of their chances. Uh, Villa. That, that's the game. Yeah. Villa <laughs> And
1: because, and, uh, cause like I said, sporting had it. If all these Eastern teams can come out West and take points and continue this, fantastic. A- except us against us. Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. That went without saying. Last game of the week. Yes. A, a shocker. Yeah. Boy, it was not me, actually. I, I thought well, the
0: well, Galaxy was incredible well, last yeah, week. Yeah, based on those friendlies.
2: Again, it was in LA. True. Um, but it was uh, the Galaxy taking on the Portland Timbers and they and they kind of. the. Kind of getting back on track from what they should be. Ola Kamara. Compared, yeah. Got the first. Kind of bundled it in. Kind
1: of Atiba harris did it in <laughs> off yeah. his chest then, kind of thing. Oh,
0: classic yeah. reference.
1: Let us talk about the second goal from Romain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the, the
0: one where he, he shot it and went off the post that he passed it into to the...
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Alisson, two goals in two minutes. Gave Galaxy the halftime lead. Blanco pulled one back, but...
2: Did you okay? Did you see the Blanco goal? I think we
1: nutmeg the keeper, of
2: Bingham.
0: Oh, but yeah, Yeah. it was near. Yeah, it was kind of on the angle. But okay, this was a case to me. There was a couple cases in the game. I I caught most of the second half. Like there, there was a couple big calls in the game that to me, I I assume VAR looks at everything. We know they look at everything, but that goal only came about by it was a handball, and you can call ball to hand, but when it leads to a goal. Like I thought, that's the whole purpose of the, of this var because because yeah. uh, Addy kind of got spun around and the ball bounced on the ground, hit his arm, bounced down to him, and then he played through Bl- it was Blanco, right? He plays through Blanco and Blanco scores, yeah. and it was like in L- L.A. right away, is like you know slapping their hands and yeah. like what's going on, and then and near the end he went he went to ground easy, but um, Sebastian Legette was you know in put in by a, a Cashley Cole and kind of got touched and went down and it. Looked like it could have been a penalty, but again, VAR said no. Yeah,
1: but I mean, great to see the the, the Timbers lose as it, as it always is, and I mean, the, I I had them as as being first in the West, it's, Portland.
0: Yeah, we agree on a few things. Yeah,
1: it, first week of the season, you can't read too much into it, and lots of folk just seem to really overreact yeah. with, with some of the results this weekend, and it's just it's it's week one. Teams are still finding their feet. It's ridiculous that, to look at that. But it seems like saying teams- that, we are in the playoff places. Yeah, We are fourth <laughs> in the way. Well, I was saying because all
2: these all these top teams lost, I was thinking during the game that maybe we should lose the game and be considered as one of the top teams. Oh, maybe. But no, we won.
1: But yeah, I mean, for me, goal of the weekend, Alfonso Davies. <laughs> <laughs> it's think, his first goal, no. man. I know, I understand
2: that, but Kamara's goal was better. Which was set up by Davies. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the quality of the
0: goal, the yeah. significance of the goal. Yeah, I would say the second one was more significant because it's first in this league. Yeah. And it was the match winner.
2: Yeah. And Manchester United was watching.
1: I, 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 I like to feel that I played my, my part in that goal because I, I had a nice sit-down chat with Alphonse during the week. And we're going to bring you that after this.
7: Hi, I'm Jordan Much, and you're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show.
1: Smash Mouth there with the Fonz Now it's time to, to talk Even more about Alfonso Davies As if we haven't talked about him Enough already Now this is a young guy, no one had heard of him coming into today's game um, just, just Nobody a, even knows how old he is No, I've, I, I'll look it up, hold on a sec um, He 17, he's 17 uh, I, I love how you pretend like you're holding something in your hand I know, I, I don't know what I'm doing with my see. phone <laughs> So yeah, Alfonso, only 17, and to to be only 17 and score your first MLS goal, it's a bit late in my eyes because you're signing 15 (laughs) and 16-year-olds now, and he has played a lot of games, but it was a little bit overdue. It's finally here now. I'm pleased for the lad. He was pleased after the game as well. There's some photos which we'll have up on AFTN that Tom took from during the game, and just the sheer look of delight on his face after he's celebrated with his teammates. There's a beautiful picture there, So. There's a lot of pressure on the on the kid. And sometimes Robles criticized a little bit for keeping him away from the media and trying to deflect the pressure because it's always going to be there. But when when you score like that and you have a game like that, and I know it wasn't a, a great goal, but he did take it well. It's a goal, his cross and stuff, and he's targeted getting assists and more assists this year. Yeah. I think that's that's the key thing. Folk wanted him to be a starter. There's no way he's not going to be a starter now.
0: No, you know it, it feels like he's taken on what the coaches have said to him because yeah, I, I I think if you you would ask them, they would say at the end of last season they did not see him as a starter, and that's why he wasn't starting. Um, but no, he is coming to preseason flying. I think yeah. uh, making contributions.
1: I think Kai said I. I- a good impact
0: yeah. on him as well. And
1: I think,
2: I think the other thing is, like you, saw, you were talking about, they didn't see him as a starter. They even at the end of the uh, halftime, Robbo mentioned it after the game that he challenged Davies because he didn't think he was playing. He kind of lost it a little bit near the f- end of the yeah. first half. So uh, in this game, last, yesterday, uh, Sunday, he, he challenged them and tried to get him to. And it worked, obviously, because he picked up an assist and
1: a goal. If he has a good season, you have to think he's going to move when he's 18. He's talked about he wants to be in Europe. It's but not, he could still something. be he could still be sold and loaned back until then. Well end of the no, year. that's yeah. true actually. Yeah. yeah, he could be sold at any time. But I got a chance to to have our third annual pre-season chat with Fonzie now. Had a, had a chat with him during the week just about the season ahead, Canada and a lot more besides. So let, let's play that for you now. Bonzi, you're about to enter your third MLS season, second full season.
5: How are you feeling going into it? I'm feeling, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling comfortable. Um, first time when I first played my first uh, first season with the club, you know, I was very nervous. Didn't know what I to expect in the league. Second second season was, you know, me just trying to figure out what I have to do. Now third season going to, I think um, I know the basics. You know, being able to uh, move the ball quick. You know, make runs, play with the team. You know, I got ad- adapted to the league a little bit more.
1: Obviously, we've, we've seen you grow since since you first came into it. How, how do you feel though yourself
5: as a player that, that you've developed over these past two years? Yeah, develop. Uh, I want to say like rapidly, but I'm still working up there. Uh, I have great uh, great support with the with the cl- with the team, the the club, the coaching staff. You know, they all try to do their best to help me out and uh, be the best that I can on and off the field.
1: Now, obviously as a young player, you get a lot of pressure on you, but whenever we've spoken to you, you've always been very grounded, you've always been very humble, really down to earth. But does the pressure get to you
5: at all, or do you just put it all to the back of your mind? I just try to put it at the back of my mind. I don't really try to focus on it too much, you know, because I think that's, as I was told, I've also seen players... Uh, you know, tend to take the pressure, and you know, try to do too much, you know, and then that's when players start going downhill. But as of me, you know, um, try to where I come from, I think I use that as motivation, keep my head down, because uh, not everyone gets the opportunity to uh, play professional football, so I have to make the best out of it as I can. Now,
1: I've not had a chance to, to speak to you since you were involved with with Canada and and the Gold Cup. That was such a whirlwind thing. You got your citizenship, then a few weeks later, you're you're playing for Canada in the Gold Cup. You're scoring the goals. Just talk us through how that month to six weeks was for you, just from from getting the citizenship to to playing in that
5: tournament. Um, again, the citizenship, the test was a little bit, it wasn't really really hard, but you know, Joe and uh, other staff members helped me out. Uh, I was walking through the training one day. and they be asked me random question about <laughs> Canada, and I have to answer them. So, I think they helped me study when I went into the test. Um, I haven't done mine yet, so no. I need to do mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, went to the test, got 19 out of 20. So I was really shocked when she came back with my result. And you know, right after that, um, I got a got a message saying, "We want you to come to with the national team." I was excited. I was, like, oh yes. That's what I, you know, because every kid's dream is to play for the national team. So I uh, went to the national, the national team, go cup. First game, I was nervous. Uh, I started on the wing. I was, re- I was really nervous uh, coming into the game. Um, you know, I made a little bit of movement on the on the wing, lost the ball. My told me, you know, keep going. Don't, don't let this bother you. So I kept going. You know, unfortunately. I was fortunate enough to uh, get get two goals in the first game. Uh, one goal against Costa Rica. Kendall wasn't really happy about that. <laughs> so, yeah, overall, it's just, I'm just grateful. When you look back at, at
1: that tournament and like getting that goal, I mean, it must have gone way better than, than you ever imagined. I mean, you're a confident guy, you know that you can score goals, but to go and, and get those goals, win the Golden Boot, was it just everything that you dreamed of?
5: Well... Yeah, you no, know, um I didn't think I was gonna win the golden boot. Just went in there try to try to help the team out you know, as best as I can. And picking up the golden boot, you know, it's just a, it's a little bit I think a little bit extra for me. But the the ultimate goal in that tournament was to, you know, win the win the gold cup. But, you know, we came out we came out short, so I think uh next year we we'll go at it again, try to try to bring it to Canada. Obviously you were in that camp under Octavio, he's moved on now, John Herman's
1: come in. Have you had a chance to speak to like Jordan or Julie or any of the Fight Cats
5: girls to get any tips as to what the, the new coach is gonna be like to work with? No, um, no, I haven't I haven't talked to anybody, you know. Um, I've only like I've only met him once in person, you know. Hi, how are you? Good, nice to meet you. That was that was it. So then I think Uh, this camp coming up in March uh, in Spain I think I think that's the time we're gonna build relationship get to know each other but I saw what he did with the women's team you know he's a a good coach you know went to the Olympic uh, got I think they got bronze so overall he's he looks like a good coach so hopefully um, he coaches you know does well with us men put us through Now, looking to this season
1: You can play a number of different positions I mean, we even saw you playing left back In pre-season down in LA But we've seen you on the wing You've looked good playing through the middle as well When we've kind of seen you there Is there a position that you feel As you get older and you start to develop your skills That might be the position that that You'd prefer to play or Where
5: do you see yourself ideally fitting in on the pitch? Uh, I think Now I think if they put me anywhere, I'll be able to to play that position. Left-back, uh, I think he played me there. I did all right. Uh, not, you know, I did okay the first time because I usually play. Um, I think last season I played a couple of times left-back in training. Oh. Yeah, so I usually play wing in games, but now he puts me as a left-back in uh, left-wing back um, against this, the Japanese team. You know, I did. Did alright. He just told me to go up and down, so that's what I did. So when whenever the coaches fit, he wants to put me out. I play. Do, do you prefer being on the wing though, or do do you like being through the middle? Uh, I prefer being on the wing a little bit more because you get space out there. You know, you can go at players. In the middle is it's crowded. You have to make your own space, and I think I don't have the ability to to do that. So I leave that with the midfielders.
1: Now, a few new faces in the team this year. Kai Kamara being one of them. The, the two of you really seem to to have hit it off. It's like an older brother for you, basically, on the pitch. I'm, just talk a little bit about
5: the relationship you've had with Kai so far. Uh, I think me, Kai and I are kind of similar. We enjoy the same music. I think us being from um, us being from you know same part of the same part of the world. You just I think that's what builds character and also his story as well. You know, similar, I think almost a similar thing. So, yeah, him coming in, you know, I was, I was excited. I never met him. Now I've only played against him once. So, him coming in, um, the guys talk highly, highly about him, and I can see why he's a, he's a great role model. And we saw kind of in the Las Vegas game, if anyone messes with
1: you, they seem to have him to answer with. It's kind of like you've got a little enforcer on the pitch there looking after you. Just... That kind of relationship, and also because everyone knows the talent that you've got, it does seem to attract attention to you on the pitch. We saw it in the Vegas game, even the the game against LA on Saturday night, you got a little elbow from Carrasco as well. Are, are you worried that folk will kind of try and do stuff to you to take you out of the game?
5: No, I'm not. I'm not worried. Um, it happens, you know. Players get hit, um, players attack other players, so I'm not worried. I just... I just go out and uh, try to play, try to play my game, try to do what I have to do. And I don't really try to get myself involved. Last time I tried, I got myself involved, got sent off against Jamaica. So I can't try to keep myself out of that as much as possible now. The, the season ahead for the team and for yourself, what are you hoping for? What's your
1: goals? What What do you feel you need to do to to get more minutes this year, more starts at
5: least? I think performance on the on the training pitch because that's where. Cool See's you perform you know it doesn't just say okay you did okay train it's put him in the game and see if he performs you know it just starts all, all starts in training if you have a poor training you might have a poor poor uh poor game if you have a great training great game so me going to the this season um just trying to help the team get as much wins as possible hopefully bring uh mls cup to vancouver so yeah and also try to get as many assists as possible Being a winger, supplying balls inside. Also try to get some few goals. That's great. Thank you so much for your time, Fonzie. And
1: good luck this season. We'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Fonzo Davies certainly has the moves on a Saturday night, a Sunday afternoon, and hopefully all season long. Great to chat to Fonzie. We've spoken to him the last two, two pre-seasons as well, and he he's just grown in confidence. The first interview we did, but we've never actually brought that out. I'll bring that out in one of the extra podcasts, actually, so so folk can hear it, because I just did it as a written piece. But he was humble. He, he was a 15-year-old. Yeah, he was a 15-year-old. Yeah. He's grown so much as a person, these last two years as well. But he is still quite easy to wind up because when we were doing that interview, because everyone knows Fonzie doesn't do many many interviews over the year. So we were in a room doing it, and then Robo walked past, and then Robo bangs on the glass, and Fonzie looks at him, and then Robo wags his finger and says, what are you doing? <laughs> and the look at his face, and he's pointing at Nathan, who's, who's with Robbo, like, is a. I was like, it's okay, he, he knows about you. It's just he's just winding you up. <laughs> I said, like, oh, I should have kept that in the interview actually, I cut that. Oh yeah, you should. You should you probably know. have it somewhere though. Yeah, um, but he's, he's just a a fun guy and he he's having so much fun with Kamara and Robbo talked about it after the game today. Kamara's got a bit of a bad rep by, by some in, in the league, but Robbo basically feels that Kamara's been a great influence with him off the pitch and as, as long as we don't, and, as long as
2: we don't bring an Argentinian number ten, I think we'll be okay. The,
0: no, so we have a Brazilian no number over ten. Penalties.
1: <laughs> wait, wait till Fonzie wants to take a penalty that Kai wants to take.
0: No, the, the, I mean with Kai, we don't fully know what happened. We didn't. There was unrest in, amongst teammates. Yeah, and, I,
1: I personally think Kamara knew they were going to move to Austin and want to get out of there. I'm just glad <laughs> it happened because now we have him. So, but yeah, going back to Fonzie. The, I'm going to put an article up this week on, on AFTN. And we talked a little bit about it there. I've spoke to Kai about it as well uh, and Robbo this week as well. We didn't see it today, but we ha- we saw it in the last two pre-season games where he gets an elbow oh, against yeah. Vegas. The guy gets sent off against Galaxy. Nothing happened with that one. Now that he's scored today as well... It kind of raises it a little bit more. He's seen, he was always a danger man, but he, folk know he's a danger man. Oh, he's going to get kicked. Yeah. Are more. you worried he's going to get kicked? He's going to get targeted? Oh, and course. are you worried how he reacts to that?
2: It's going to be part of his growing process. Uh, he's he, If he's going to be a star player, he every star player gets targeted well, I mean, and he, gets kicked. Yeah,
1: he said in that interview he learned from the mistakes made against Jamaica and yeah. yeah. kicking out. So he knows he's going to be targeted. Doesn't bother him, but he just needs to work mentally on, on how he reacts to it. Yeah, exactly. And, and of people course, are, we've got Kai, the enforcer. P- p- people taking care are going
2: to target target him physically. They're going to target him verbally, and whatever else they can target him with. They're 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 going to get him, try to get under his skin. Oh yeah, because that's that's
1: what I would want us to do to an opposition.
0: Player. It's helpful now that Var is around, right? Because yeah. I was, I mean, you know, I've listened to some old time MLS defenders in the uh, in the off season, or we're talking about how you can't get away with.
2: Yeah, do doing some. So the stuff you used. follow the MLS in the off season as
1: well. <laughs> well, see that, like when I was watching football back in Scotland in the lower leagues, that that was the thing. If yeah. you had a flashy young teenage guy that was showing tricks, you just kick lumps out of him and take totally. him out of the game, and you got away with it. It's just something that happened. But now with VAR, it's not. You're not going to get away with it as much. But once the kicks happened, the kicks happened. And
2: you got disco too.
1: Yeah.
0: This, does it still exist, Disco,
1: technically? I think it, it does. I, guess, yeah, I think they're kind me, of yeah. like playing it a little bit. But we'll <laughs> see. I'm pretty sure Kendall will get disco for for the rake in, in the face or something. They, they know we have no centre-backs, so they'll target us for that. <laughs> but, yep, yeah, good to chat to Fonzie. Looking forward to seeing what he can do in the pitch this year with the Whitecaps, with Canada as well. Bright future ahead for the lad. Let's hope we get a fourth pre-season chat with him next year. Yeah. Well, Where, Wherever he is, we'll just do it. For sure. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. But let me guess, it's your favourite time of the week. It is. It's my favourite time of the week. It's wavelength time. And we did something a couple of weeks ago for Joe with an Irish bent. Oh, no. We had stuff for Zach last week with a German bent. Yeah. So now it's a bent Scotsman. Oh, I thought it was for Steve. Oh, no, no. Mm, no
2: there's no Indian soccer songs. So no. That's what I will play.
1: I was going to say Canadian.
2: Well, I assumed you would say Indian like, uh, like well, you nah, have in the past. I, but <laughs> you're born here. You're Canadian. <laughs> I, know. I
0: was going to say.
1: <laughs> I didn't know you thought of yourself as Indian. Yeah, I think I think you thought me as that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get on to the okay. show. I want to go home. Anyway, sleep. today is the birthday of a Scottish legend, Kenny Delgleish. His son, Paul, has been around... In USL and and stuff as well. So I'm going to play a song now, from a a group called Barmy Army. Sharp as a needle from their 1989 album The English Disease. So let's just play that for you now. <laughs>
3: it's Marco Bustos you're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show
1: You're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show on CITR Radio, broadcasting from the unceded Musqueam Territory at the University of British Columbia. Just before the break there, you heard Barmy Army, Sharp as a Needle, from their 1989 album The English Disease. And Steve, tell us a little bit about the song you've just played
2: there. Well, we played it a couple of weeks ago.
0: It needs to be like a full played wavelength song.
1: Yeah, we might do that. Is it about football?
2: Yes,
0: that's all I heard. There was something, something football. I, I just I love a footballer. I, 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 un-
2: I understood it more than I understood what that, that sharpest <laughs> you was the they're singing there. But um,
0: you this- wait, you left, and Steve's like, "I think we should just go on the on the air while the song's playing." Just saying,
2: we don't know what this is. <laughs> we don't know what's going. <laughs> on. I, I was trying to. I was
1: going to see if we could confuse the <laughs> listeners and think of and ask you what was.
2: Going I think on I've on seen
0: this is the video where the people are in the stadium when the nose game's on and they're singing right.
1: Well, Abide By Me is the hymn that they sing yeah, before yeah. the FA Cup. So that was that sampling Abide By okay. Me with commentary from Liverpool in the FA Cup final. And Douglas scoring a, a wonder goal.
0: And Barmy Army put this out just by putting the beats to it. and
1: Yeah, they have a whole album of football songs on their album, The English Disease. Some of them are about football hooliganism, so you'd probably like that. Which is what is known as The English Disease. I'm very aware.
2: But uh, this song that we did play, was... No chins. The song that we did play was Halle Hallow. Uh, it's uh, uh, in honour of Marco Busto scoring his first goal because it is a Marco Buso's uh, wag.
1: Congrats
0: to Marcos on, on the goal. Yeah,
2: great
1: to see him off, off the mark. And let's talk about some more international and local and national news now. It's time for BC Soccer Web Headlines. BC Soccer Web Headlines is brought to you in partnership with bcsoccerweb.com. Your one-stop site for local, national, and international news and links. Make it part of your everyday routine. Visit bcsoccerweb.com. What's been catching your eye on the site this week, Steve?
2: Okay, so let's go international first. Uh, Video assistant doctors for World Cup to assess concussions. Uh, Basically, they will be able to give doctors access to video in order for them to see if somebody's been concussed, how the uh, hit on the head happened, whether how hard it was, stuff like that. Only issue I have with it, it's the nation's doctor. It's not a third party doctor. Which, uh, obviously, it's maybe the nation's the how important the player is that they'd, they'd be dependent on if they call it a concussion well, that's or not, the right? Thing. You
1: see it so often in games, especially the top flight games, players just go back on when you're thinking they really should not be going back on. I remember
2: specifically that German player uh, in the World Cup that was really looked like he was knocked out and they just... Schweinsteiger in the final? No, it was no, somebody. It was a younger I, I, player. I, I, Adolf someone?
0: <laughs> uh, it was Kurt Kramer?
2: I, 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 like I said, I don't remember the name. But all, was...
0: all I remember is winning. That's, I...
2: No, I'm sure you did. But th- there was a player who was like looked dazed very dazed, and they kept him on or something Oh, like that. yes. I, I just do don't, remember that. I can't yeah. remember who it was, but yeah. COVID is. Been, been Again, opens. don't oh, know the names. I don't know their Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, 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 know. <laughs> don't pay any attention. Yeah. Oh, the VAR obviously played a lot of uh, stuff this week. Mm. Um, World Cup coaches were briefed on VAR. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved I it.
1: Fab had their announcement.
2: Uh, and then FIFA also are still get, gathering together to make the, the final decision on VAR whether it's going to be uh, used at the 2018 yeah, World Cup.
1: Middle, middle oh. of this month, it's going to come. One yeah.
0: comment of on VAR: it's, It does not feel weird that VAR seems to be most logically and effectively implicated or used have been uh, applied in MLS. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not, the, the, well, like we we criticize pro refs a lot, as everyone does. Well, but th- they need VAR. Yeah, <laughs> but. They've implemented it fantastic like when it was when it came pretty in, well, not pretty well we all got briefed as to how it worked, like all the media guys. I, I did a USL game where it was part of it, and it's like we got a good briefing, we got everything explained. It's been rolled out here really well, yeah. But and then you watch games like Tottenham against Rochdale, where it was absolutely farcical And that's why. And the next thing we talked about was yeah. the
2: Premier League's clubs are not expected to approve it for next season. I don't blame them. Um, the thing is, is you, I hundred percent agree with you. I think it. Ha- I read somewhere, and it wasn't one of these articles, but I read somewhere where it was. They said it was ninety eight percent.
0: Are of, you reading articles from other sites? I
2: am. <gasps> Because you need dun, to, dun, dun. you need to just double check things. Uh, but ninety, uh, like wow. BC Soccer Web cannot. Game Bill is <laughs> going to be so disappointed. Bill can't. You can't expect Bill to catch every article. He does such a fantastic I, I do job. <laughs> but it says somewhere that ninety-eight percent of the VAR decisions are accurate. Yeah. Well, and so you would kind of hope
1: it would be more than that though really cuz well, they're uh, looking at because
2: them. no because it's a perception uh, mm. for the referee maybe he just doesn't see what everybody else sees.
1: They're just taking way too long in wait, England though, to wait. get things explained and dealt with.
2: Yeah. Steve, are
0: you saying that some, sometimes the referee doesn't see something that everyone
1: else does? That's
2: what I say. <laughs> something to do with the blind mice. Um, <laughs> um Uh, uh, News from Iran, they detained 35 women for going to a football match, uh, just for going to a football match, trying to enter. Uh, The match was uh, attended by FIFA President Infantino, Gianni Infantino. Um, He assured people the next day that eventually uh, women would be attending matches in Iran. Of course, Blatter said the same thing years ago, and that hasn't changed, so I don't know how much that's going to change.
1: And they've changed it in Saudi Arabia, yeah. I believe. Right. So, I mean, you can go and watch games there. And when we talked about this before, there's a really good film, Offside. It's about two girls that dress up as boys to go in and, and watch the football. So check that out if you haven't already. And, and one of my
2: favorite things from a couple of years ago was when, I think it was in Turkey, I'm going to say that uh, we, the, men were, the men were banned. From the match, and it was only women and children allowed to go, or something like that. Do you recall that? I can't, I I, there was a YouTube video, I don't, but it sounds wonderful. It was a YouTube video, I saw it on YouTube, and um, I can't remember what teams it was, but it was that that where was just women at the match and just kids. Did the kids all have flares? I don't think so, it was more flowers and candies. (laughs) Um, okay, so getting into U.S. soccer, uh, bad news for NASL. They will M- be canceling. More bad news. They will be canceling their full 2018 season. They were going to play fall. They cancel spring. Going to play fall. That's done. Off to Jack. we uh, uh, are down
1: to four teams now. Or well, something?
2: Jacksonville Armada, Miami, and the Cosmos apparently going to NPSL, and Ooh. San Diego will be going to uh, USL. Trying to get into it in
1: 2019. I I honestly think USL should not let them in unless they change their ridiculous name. The 1904.
0: 1904 San Diego Yeah, Yeah, it's,
1: yeah, it's I don't, na- just 1904 FC. Yeah, 1904 what,
0: FC. Okay, sorry, is that when the, like San Diego became a city? Where? Maybe possible, no. I don't know.
1: 19 19th letter of the alphabet is S. 4th oh. letter oh, of the oh, alphabet is D. Oh my God! Are you serious? We, lost we lost that, That's okay. what the locals refer to in the gang community in in San Diego. As oh, at least hey, there's I'm some. From, at least I'm from 1904. At least there's think, some local I think, connection.
2: I think they have some problems with supporters. Then, if they're looking for gangs to support them, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But because because like.
0: Bayer Leverkusen, it's it's Bayer Leverkusen oh four because they were founded in, o, in 04, in oh four. It makes know, like-
1: sense. All the reformed phoenix clubs in England usually put the year. There, there I think there was an
2: anchorman reference too to nineteen oh four, but I can't remember what it was. It was it was something weird. Like he gave some false fact about nineteen oh four San Diego. Go F FC yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, but the uh, uh NASL like we said, NASL season is cancelled, but the lawsuit continues. It will be Oh going it's forward. a never ending lawsuit. And yeah. but
0: only the twenty like NASL technically isn't dead, right? It's just the, the twenty it's like, season. like This season.
2: season's canceled, yeah. But the but the yeah, teams they still season, have hopes, but yeah. they're down to four teams. So. The
0: punk is nicht tot.
2: MLS News. Um Beckham's um Miami Stadium looks uh kind of um <laughs> may not happen. <laughs> um there's a <laughs> there's a
1: lawsuit
2: thought? there's a there's a lawsuit from uh, a certain individual I can't remember his name but uh, he's a he's a you know citizen and he's, he's suing because he feels like the uh, Miami Stadium is receiving secret discount from taxpayers, so he's getting some Ooh. kind of discount there he thinks it's illegal uh, based on uh, Florida laws and also another issue is their own owners are having issues with the site because they don't think it's big, big enough, enough yeah. because they want to make the most technological Advanced futuristic stadium in the country. I don't know what that means. I don't know what they're going to have. It'll there. be like
1: one of those
0: Qatar ones with like air conditioning. Oh, I
2: don't, oh, I don't know. I just
1: like That's how the, I saw that one. Yeah. Though. When you go on the MLS website and it has all the team logos at the top, and then it has NSH for Nashville, and it just says MIA, which is I think missing an <laughs> action, which is what this team is going to be.
0: That, yeah, who? I mean, this is not surprising, right? Like, no, I don't think anyone is shocked that there's more. Issues. issues with finding yeah. a place to p- build a ground for them.
2: Uh, speaking of issues, uh, Austin, uh, the, the future oh, site of possibly Columbus, might not be the future site. Um, USL will, the Austin team for the USL will start going forward. Yeah, They're going to have a, they've been on hold for four and a half months. But they are building a 5,000 seat stadium, and they will move. But they will move if MLS does come to Austin. So they are in there. But they they kind of given the green light to expand in 2019.
0: Well, no, it's not the it's not even totally that they're being given the green light. They've been said they said if you, if you, if don't, you don't start in 2019, yeah. you might lose the yeah. re- the I don't know if they're losing money or just the franchise. I think they'll just
2: lose the opportunity
1: whatever. to join the league. Here's what I think is going to happen: they won't end up in Austin, but they'll strike pre court. Will strike a deal with San Antonio. And the team will end up there. Ooh, interesting. Oh man. Um.
2: That, yeah, that one. Oh.
1: Uh. But the one site
2: has been uh, the Parks Board uh, voted eleven to zero to take a Metro Park site off the table. It's a Guerrero National uh, Metro Gar- Park or something. Guerrero, yeah. And uh, essentially, they're saying that they're not anti soccer. Or a soccer stadium, but they don't want it built on public parkland.
0: Well, some of the people were appalled that that was yeah, even, that was an even option. brought up. And then the pre-court people are saying they, nothing should be taken off until all of them have been an, uh, analyzed or whatever. Of course they're
1: going to say that. Yeah. And well, but you can't expect to build it on parkland. It just makes the whole thing even worse. A pre-court it's is... As bad as it
2: is. Uh, once uh, certain... Uh, I think it was a statesman uh, pre-court is being compared to the monorail salesman. Oh, yeah. I, I, I read, I read <laughs> yeah. that. that. Well, you're supposed to read all of them, yeah. exactly. Um, uh, Seattle announced a live streaming partnership with YouTube TV yeah. as well. I, I didn't read that <laughs> one. No, I, I did. They still have they still have a, uh, partnership with uh, on, on the actual TV. I think it's KCPQ and some Kong TV. They, they still used have you on Joe TV. Yeah, and, but I think that used it was used to be, Root uh, sports uh, and stuff
1: they be right. on as well. But it's going to be forty dollars a month for the for YouTube. YouTube
2: TV. No, this no YouTube is basically you get on all the other channels as well. Like you'll get a lot get of TV cable though. TV. Well, people who cut the cord and they want just want YouTube TV. It's all like ABC, NBC, all those channels, and uh, it's just online. So yeah, it'll be online. Uh, but speaking of streaming, yes, uh, we do have a streaming uh, avenue in Canada. I am in the, and, zone. And the, the zone. The so, zone.
0: So this shows. We were talking about this earlier, Michael. Mm-hmm. This just shows how little uh, this league cares about Canada. Because the. By
1: signing up to a great streaming service. Well, no, okay. You get to watch darts! That's what I, I've been spending the whole weekend so, doing.
0: So, USL. UK open. I know you got it for free, but USL Live, or sorry, USL. Live, MLS Live. Yeah. Was, I did
1: get that for free. <laughs> I, I don't get the zone for
0: free. Yeah, MLS Live was what, like. No, but it still for,
1: works, actually, because I watched some games on it. Over I think the it was like, what, $12 or something? No, it was 79 no, no. dollars was seventy nine ninety nine. for the a year. full year. But what, I what, mean,
0: that's it, American. No. That's American, yeah. right? So now what, the, the zone is 150 for 150 the year? 150
1: for the year, 20 a month. You and and get rubbish, you get all this rubbish. You get all this rubbish
0: darts. I guess uh, there's no, some other you football get, on there. Uh, you
2: get uh, you get yeah, oh, Cham- English Championship,
1: Syria. Carabao Cup, yeah, no La Liga. <laughs> yeah, La Liga, Serie A, those small. And smarts.
2: if you like other leagues, they do have the NFL, uh, uh, American football, boxing, boxing. I watched
0: darts. I think before I watched some of those.
2: Well, there
1: you go. Now, well, see now the, if you get it, you can catch up on the
0: because on demand, right? The, oh, the darts yeah.
1: this weekend. They had to have the tournament with no fans. I just
0: stopped I just stopped all those. Like, well, Actually, I never paid for being. I just had the, the preview. But I stopped. Well, you get
1: being on Dazzling as well. Really?
0: Uh-huh. Oh, it's a part of it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Because mm-hmm. I stopped Sportsnet World like a, a wa- month ago. Oh. I still have
1: that for uh, FA Cup and I would never Scottish sign up for that. But you get your Scottish football. Yeah, good.
2: No,
0: I did because mm-hmm. German football.
1: Nah. I'm barely watching MLS. Um. <laughs> anyway, I, I can't recommend DAZN enough it's fantastic they had issues initially with nfl and things not working i've had no problems with it at all the darts is fantastic one bad thing though you do get a free month as well yeah one bad thing though about mls this year on mls live you had your 20 minute condensed games that is not happening on the zone or mls live yet i don't know whether it's coming
0: what about espn where it's four dollars, four ninety nine a month. No, yeah. no.
1: Remember, this is ESPN.
2: They're they ESPN they're, Plus. Yeah, they're charging what they're charging. It's not MLS. MLS sold it for whatever they're going to sell no, but, it. But but ESPN's. It, choice I'm just talking. What, wh- what's
0: it. the what's the price to the, the the consumer? That makes just feels dirty coming out of my mouth in that way. But what is the price? What is the price that the supporters and the fans have to pay?
1: I know it's a lot of money it's but so a lot of six but i do so espn but plus but you, is
0: cheaper than mls live i understand but you have that, to but
1: that's you're ESPN. more than mls as well yeah, yeah.
0: Right, right. espn is that's what their is espn price? plus so you get everything on espn Yeah, probably darts as well
2: <laughs> remember, remember espn like if you, if the normal cable package they may be getting a couple bucks a month from people like through their cable package like through licensing fees with right. cable companies if they're able to charge five bucks and give you all their programming they're going to make more money that yeah. way than the two bucks they were getting from the cable company so it makes sense for it's them. the future zach it is the future oh yeah no i just whereas the zone they have to they have to license every each product yeah and they don't have a tv thing so that's why their
1: prices are higher and with the zone you've got seven days to watch the game in full and everything else, apart from MLS, you've got condensed highlights, and it's fantastic. There you go. Thanks for darts. Thanks for update. Darts, condensed highlights? Yeah. Ooh. Don't
0: Wait, worry. you watch darts without condensing? No, no.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: I, yeah, I've watched it all. Okay, that's enough darts. <laughs> I've been watching eight hours of When's
2: darts
0: When's the a dart day. podcast come out?
1: Uh, Joe and me are working on that after his exams. We are going to bring that out. Uh, I'm nice gonna, of you to be sensitive to the school Probably going to call schedule. it either kissing the lipstick or three in a bed. Yeah,
0: what is that? Terms
1: are? I have no idea, but I will. I'll probably have to run the board.
2: Um, getting to Canada, uh, well, Canada, North America, CONCACAF, really. Uh, Gold Cup is expected to be expanded to sixteen teams in twenty
1: nineteen. Crossing my fingers for Cascadia,
2: and uh, they're also moving the hosting, so it just won't be a, a home tournament for the U.S. anymore. Crossing my fingers for the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you guys think about that? Is good thing that they're they're, they're talking about like. If it goes outside the U.S., it'll be kind of shared. Like, for example, yeah. um, like uh, El Salvador and you know Trinidad and <laughs> Tobago. I don't know. What oh, blue. Trinidad
1: and Tobago yeah. could both host it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> and Nevis. There you go, yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> um, Morocco and Qatar. But they're, yeah. keep, are they,
0: they're keeping it every two years still,
1: right? I don't know about don't that. Know they haven't I decided so. on that. I. It's good to expand and get the smaller nations in, but the quality's not going to be there either, so... I think they just want more games. They do, but it's going to be crap games cuz the quality's not there. That's Doesn't make the a difference
2: people still pay for it. Um Herdman is making news in Canadian soccer cuz he has appointed Mauro Barallo uh to a U23 director position and yes. going to be he's going to be the Olympic coach essentially. So uh, you know, man,
1: was that just this week? It feels so long week, ago he, now. What well, happened on Tuesday? Ah, I was on a and conference then, call with Herdman and, and Biello after yeah, the appointment. And
0: then he did. Then he, then he did a, um, a press conference. Finally, the first mm. thirty-day press conference.
1: Yeah. So we're actually going to bring you that press conference, uh, the conference call that was on in one of the extra podcasts, where a lot of it was in French. I didn't have a lot of idea what was going on, but <laughs> some of it is in English. That I can kind of understand. You
0: could have done a, like a YouTube video of you listening to the call and your facial reaction.
1: Oh, when I f- <laughs> when the, the call first went live and Richard Scott was just introducing everyone, it was all in French, and I thought I'd misread the email, <laughs> and then it was a French conference call, and I was like, oh.
0: Uh. <laughs> but you hung in there.
1: Yeah. So he's like saying, such a person. Are you here? We oui, are you here? We oui. and then Michael. Yeah, I'm here.
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay. So uh, the good thing, uh,
2: Morrow is the, in charge of the. U twenty yeah. three used to be, I think. Well, I think they it's created they created the like, a position, position for, for him, him. Yeah, yeah. It, essentially, what it seemed like the article was that Zambrano was going to do this on his own, and now it's yeah. Biello that's going to be doing this instead of. So, Herdman's international team, Biello will be doing Olympic team and U twenty three, obviously, the, which is what the Olympic the team Olympic is.
0: team desperately needs to get together more than they do for they more oh, than yeah. they have for previous previous tournaments in the past. So, hopefully, that helps
1: with that. But... Like, the press release, what it said, and this is the question that I, that I asked Herdman, and I know we're going to run out of time, so I'll be quick about this, but the, the press release said that the hope is that they'll work with partners, so clubs like MLS clubs and other clubs, to make sure that Canadian players are in the best environment to get the maximum playing time. They've got no say in that, really. These no players belong to clubs. You no, can't just say to the white cats We de- want David Norman to no, get more playing time. I understand you need that. To do this with no, them. no,
2: it's not a demand. It's a more. I know they might have sounded like that, but I think it's more massaging the team. Yeah, and he said it's going to be
1: difficult, but you'll have. It's whining and you'll dining. Have these important conversations. It's winding the
2: dining. Like you'll see uh, tomorrow, uh, the whining and dining Robbo. Um, you know, getting him drunk and everything, and getting him to you know agree to uh, start David Norman the next weekend. Yeah, no, that's or not something. how this is gonna work. So oh, no, it no. doesn't work like
1: that. No, <laughs> no. I, to be honest, if I was sitting down with John Herdman and he was going through always TED Talk style stuff, I would just give him whatever he wants just yeah. to, to get out of there.
2: Well, uh, more on the national team, well, what their, uh, their chances for the World Cup uh, in 2026 is. <laughs> it's less oh, than... Hosting? Yeah. Well. Uh, well no, <laughs> making it to it. Because if oh. they're not hosting it, they, their chances are less than of making it, right? That's very true. Um, uh, the World Cup bid is in jeopardy, according oh. to sources. It's uh, what the, they're trying to say, in the, in the a lot of people said, oh, no, it's Morocco's got it. Morocco's got all the votes. But it's so that, close to they,
1: Russia and to Qatar.
2: They don't have the votes. <laughs> they don't have the votes, but it's uh, more like... It's clo- going to be closer than what people expected. Yeah, because we life age. like both of us. We, we said ninety, eighty-five, ninety-nine percent, or whatever. It might not be that yeah, far I've gone off.
7: i sixty. percent
0: well, yeah. well, the one part of the article, it was like. If they have they have Africa, presumably the voting floor yeah, as a the block from If for they middle. have if they have all of Africa, they have all of Asia. They, have they all don't South, they don't no, no, have all of Asia. No, they but in, in one part of the article they said one perspective was that they have all of Africa, all of Asia, all of South America, which is more than 104 they would need. Yeah. To, yeah. to get this
2: South America, you think they would ha- uh, be on uh, uh, North America side because it's a similar time zones yeah, and, and everything. You get less so, travel and exactly. So I'd uh, be surprised about that. And and you I, are I, you questioning the reasons why I know federations I, and, and FIFA I know and, would vote for certain and things. I know a lot of the players although they probably obviously they don't have a vote in this but I know a lot of the players would rather play a tournament in North America than oh, yeah. play in Morocco at that point uh having playing and in you guitar. think FIFA
0: is going to ask the play?
2: I just said that, that they don't have a say in it but I know they would prefer that and obviously the the, the rights holders TV rights holders the biggest one usually is. You know, whether it's England or in Europe or in North America, the Americans paying a big f- amount, they want that in there. So money sometimes talks and they might yeah, get this, it.
0: This is a significant, the really significant thing. If, the, if Canada somehow doesn't get the, the rights to host the World Cup, it's going to be... I
1: know, maybe be moving back to Scotland or sooner, sooner than yeah. 2027.
2: Um, but but uh, the best chance, I think, the best thing for North America is set bladders on Morocco side, I think, and that helps... Yeah, I don't think he
1: does though, because he still has such a large following amongst so many of these the corrupt people, c- yeah. corporations, and so you,
0: stuff. So you have Setbladder on one side, and you have, at least in in some people's mind, the American president on yeah. on the other side. So it's we'll see
2: how I it don't goes. like Ivanka. We'll see how it goes. It's I still oh, still there's a
0: joke there. I'm, I'm not gonna bite on that one,
2: Michael. Well, you can tell. We can cut it out later. A final bit of news. For it's post, kind of it's yeah. actually kind of uh, pretty good news for CPL. Actually, um, uh, in Victoria, Langford, they're looking to expand uh, its stadium from seventeen hundred to eight thousand. It's going to cost five million dollars. Uh, they don't really have a timeline of when it's going to happen, how quickly. But it's very good news if you know they want to get because oh, sure. they want to get obviously CPL. They want to have rugby come in they want the bc lions to play exhibition games there that's what they're looking at well, the way so their
1: attendance is going they can probably play all their games there
2: yeah so that that's essentially a, a very good thing because we talked about i think last week or a week before that we were saying that we're talk- was talking about particular victoria and yeah. we didn't think it was going to be a very good chance
1: no i th- i would love to see a team in victoria i still think the cost of clubs getting there and for them traveling off the island for so many away games is very prohibitive. But that aside...
0: You know they have planes on the island, right? They have an airport over there, right?
2: Why don't they have the Victoria team be sponsored by BC Ferries? <laughs> Free ferry rides for
1: everybody. But they can't fly. <gasps> <gasps> Flying ferries! <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I was saying. I need my bed.
2: I said initially that the main sponsor for this league needs to be Air Canada. Yeah. Or WestJet or, West or
1: something Jet. like that because they need to... Uh,
2: the
0: Long term, Victoria needs to be in the Canadian Premier League. It's
1: just they've never had the venue. This seems to to have Help with that, yeah. So a great selection of news stories there. Packed show. Hope mm-hmm. you've enjoyed it. Just before we go, let everyone know where they can find you online. You can find me on Twitter at WhitecapsBeat.
0: For me, it's at Zachary Am, and I'm a part of the Movement Curva Collective.
1: I'm Michael McCall. You can find me on Twitter at AFTN Canada, on Instagram at AFTNSoccer. If the stomach pain of mine doesn't get better, you can probably find me in VGH <laughs> Hospital as well. We'll see how that goes. Um, you can also read all our stuff away from the numbers, AFTN.ca. And on Thursday, we'll be bringing out our second of our preview podcasts hosted by Joe Deasy, Gideon Hill, and Nicholas Ruprecht. And we'll maybe have a special guest or two on that episode as well. So watch out for that. Your podcast feasts on Thursday. Yeah, because you never know
2: who you're going to have an interview with. Like Jordan Much, for example. You got the first interview with him. You stuck it on the preview podcast. It was fantastic.
1: Watch out for that on Thursday. Enjoy this show. Thanks for listening. Until next time, take care